0: it's the Modifivers. Don't forget to follow at Pod on social media and check out our Patreon. Stick around through the end of the episode for more information. Enjoy!
1: Insourced, a low-key, hate-free, HP, D&D podcast. There is no room for hate here, only education and helping one another. we will you always be always here, here to welcome you home. home. Last time on In InSourceold. We came back to Hogweed from Winter Break where Ren bonded with her mom, Celeste spent time with her baby siblings, and nothing even remotely interesting happened to Imogen. Nope, definitely not. Nothing interesting at all. The first day back to classes, Ross got asked out on a date by Serpentine Ava Harper, which he nervously said yes to. Ren receives a gift from her mother, an Emerald Practice Pilfer, which was very thoughtful indeed. Imogen gets a letter from her mother, with some kind of gibberish message at the bottom. In Charms they receive their grades, which was an absolute disaster and certainly caused a rough couple of days. Section C is called into a meeting after classes where Myra finally receives her mission. Well, kind of. Myra is told she will receive her mission and the others are instructed to tell the professors if they catch her doing anything suspicious. The girls pester the professors until they tell them whether or not their internships for the semester are the same. They are for the most part, except someone requested that Ren and Celeste switch positions. This devastates Celeste and she throws a fit hidden away until her father finds her and explains that it wasn't Ren's mother who had made the decision but rather her own mother, who had plans to introduce her into a secret training program for espionage hopefuls. In their defense against evil magic class, Ty interrupts and at the request of Professor McConnell takes over with Henry to teach the kids about unknowables, and Ty reveals disturbing information on his whereabouts when he was missing. The girls gather in the library to study the strange letters at the bottom of Imogen's mother's letter to her, and it's deciphered that it's a secret code. In doing so, the truth about Imogen's memory comes undone, as does she. The past is a blur, and there are dark forces at work. There's no time to waste. Let's begin. Welcome back to Ensorcelled! This week with us, we have
0: Willow Wilson. Imogen daughter. Currently reading something about... So, sorry, I, I spaced out there for a second. Um, what was the question? We have
1: Holland Lane Curtis.
0: Ren D. Tierney. The D stands for Down to Murder Whoever It Is That Messed With Imogen's Memory. We have Bry Walton. Celeste Carver
2: Chapman. Can't comprehend the crap her curious young friend must be going through.
1: And I'm your godifiver Remy Culp. My dentist is a corpse I brought back from the dead using necromancy. I had to end my last appointment early when I accidentally bit off his rotting finger. All right,
2: you're still the villain. So,
1: can
0: we kick Remy out of the podcast?
3: No, nah,
1: we Just need wondering a
0: villain. Fuck. So let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> Imogen
1: is swept away from the library with comforting arms and a hushed encouragement from Professor Jameson, leading her and the rest of you to his empty classroom. Slowly and one by one, a few trusted professors slip into the room. Henry, Calvin, and Ty hover on the outside of the cluster, silent and observant. Professor McConnell's entrance is the one that gains the attention of Professor Jameson, who looks up at her and stands, backing away from Imogen. Professor McConnell kneels by you, Imogen, and gives you a soft smile and says, All right, young one. Now we need your bravery. Are you ready to discuss a plan?
0: Um, I... I yes. O- okay.
1: Okay. She, uh, she gives you a gentle pat on your shoulder um, and stands turning to look at the other professors and then looking at all of you um and she says all right here's my recommendation i think we need to pick up the intensity on researching um the obliterate
0: it's pronounced obliterate professor the yeah thanks <laughs> <laughs> sorry headmistress it's pronounced obliterate headmistress
2: you're doing just great
0: ca- just call just call me <laughs> Little mini McConnell. I don't think it's <laughs> okay. Sorcerer com- in law. <laughs> no. I don't feel comfortable doing that, headmistress. I mean, I don't think Sick, that's your nasty. title. I do think you can get in pr- Oh. I think you can get in <gasps> trouble for impersonating a cop. You have to tell us if you're a you cop. You have to tell us if you're a cop. You, have
2: to. you do have to tell us if you're a cop.
0: Can't tell it even if it's a wizard studies. cop. You have to say it out loud. That's just how it is. So, Professor McConnell, what were you saying about about stuff? Yeah, right. So, uh,
1: <laughs> Professor McConnell, she does that stuff that I said before, uh, and then she says, um, I think we need to pick up the intensity on research regarding the Obliterate Curse. I think we should check in with Drago Malloy on any of the work that he's done. Um, uh, Henry, you, you mentioned to me you were going to check up on your source at the, um, at the hospital. Do you have any updates? And he, he stands up straighter and he crosses his arms, nods, and he says, uh, yeah. I want to check up on her. Uh, according to her co-workers, she's been taking an extended leave of absence from work. Um, I visited her home and it seems like she hasn't been there in a while. Um, and I contacted some mutual friends, and they say that she's been on vacation in Fiji. So I'm, I'm gonna be investigating further. Ty speaks up and says, I, I bet, I bet the sanctum has her. <sighs> Henry sighs and you nods and goes, yeah, that's what I think too. But, um, I think I'm gonna try and get into her office, see what's in there. If there's anything left, if there are things missing try to get as much info on that as possible. Ty nods, and then uh, you hear someone clear their throat behind you, um, and Edison speaks up. He says, "Um, I I just want you guys to know that I'd, I'd like to volunteer to test any cures that you guys come up with, no matter what they are. I just, I think we need to have someone be ready to test these things, and I mean, you know, I... I've been a, I've, I've been obliterated, um,
0: Edison, my friend, we're we're in the same boat. We're 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 both we're both in on this. I'm I'm gonna be tested too.
1: Um, Jameson jumps in and says, "All right, the first thing is, if anyone's getting tested first, it's going to be me. I'm I'm not letting you guys be the first in line for this." Um,
0: right. How many of us? Wait, just raise your hand if you haven't been obliterated. <laughs> uh. Oh, Celeste and Ren, you guys can raise your hands. Raise your hand if you've ever been personally obliterated by <laughs> Regina George. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> well, I don't technically know who who did that to me, so maybe?
1: <laughs> there are, are, there. I mean, pretty much anyone who raises their hand kind of does like a tentative, I don't think so, but, like hand raising, but like, it's hard to say until you- are pretty much told, hey, I think you've been obliterated. Um, so Jameson keeps his hand down, and so does Edison. Professor McConnell keeps her hand down. Uh, Ty keeps his hand down. Henry is like really unsure, and as is Calvin, they're kind of like, I don't think I've been obliterated. Teddy like puts his hands up, and so does Ross. Um, they're fairly certain. And Myra as well is just kind of like, so it seems like for sure, Jameson, you, Imogen, and Edison have definitely been obliterated as well as Professor McConnell at some point. Everyone else seems kind of unsure, but as, as, as of now, they don't think they've been obliterated. But, uh, but Sean, uh, Professor Jameson doubles, doubles down. He says, I'm absolutely willing to be the first in line for, for any test experiments that we need to do before before the kids. Um and Professor McConnell Malton says I think that would probably be the best idea.
0: I have a question. Yes, Rem? Um so I know that when we were working a bit with Caitlin Patnon and then after when we were um working with Drago and, and, and Hermia, um there are a few more vials of that you know. And I I know we we with my parents and and then with with Edison there's we used a few of them but are are there any left or have they been put away or confiscated or what what's the
1: you know I'm not I'm not quite sure the status of that run but um definitely when we check in with Drago we can see if he has any available see if we could possibly use them
2: Was anything looked up for my hypothesis that I had earlier where potentially using those vials and a memoria? I mean, if you have a moment where you can remember the memory, is it possible to steal that moment so it's visible?
1: Oh. It's... It's possible, but it is also possible that the result um, would be... Well, when you're obliterated, as you all know, there are several things that could happen and one of them is that a memory is altered Um, so it may produce an altered memory instead of the the full uncovered truth so it's difficult to say it really could be either it may be worth trying
2: I don't see what we have to lose about it
0: definitely worth the experimentation we're gonna figure this out we're gonna figure this out I take Imogen's hand again squeeze it Ty,
1: um, Ty nods and he says, Alright, so I think when we take the kids to their, uh, internships, I'll take them. Um, and drop them off. I'll go see Drago while I'm there. And then after chatting with him a bit, I'll go off and, and see if I could possibly find Caitlin. Henry, I think during that time you should go ahead and, um, and try to get into Caitlin's office, maybe even her home if you can. Gather what you can. Jameson interrupts him and says, Ty, I don't think it's the best idea of you going back there it's it just seems dangerous (sighs) ty sighs and he says i i understand your concern but i'm not afraid how about this he reaches over and grabs calvin's head and pulls his hand away calvin goes what the shit what the hell dude um which you've never heard your dad talk that way celeste um, and you see that in in his fingers are a few gray strands of hair. He goes, "I'll just I'll just go as Calvin. I think that'll make the most sense." Um, Celeste, your dad is like combing through the back of his head, trying to like fix his hair, and simultaneously like being a little overdramatic, trying to be like, "Is there a bald spot now? Like, how many hairs did he take?"
2: Uh, Celeste starts immediately to help to help him fix his hair. Like, oh no, we can't have this. He's very sensitive on his head. <laughs>
1: Until we were just, like, grooming him. And, uh, Ty takes his, his several hairs, and he, like, pulls an empty vial from his pocket, and he slips them in, and, like, closes it, and slips it back in his pocket, and he goes, I always have a a batch of, um...
0: Are you referring to the multi-juice potion?
1: I am referring to the multi-juice potion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I always have a batch of multi-juice going. So I, uh, I will slip these in there and make sure I have enough supply. And uh, I'll go in as, uh, as Calvin. Uh, Professor Professor McConnell um, says, alright, uh, I think that's, that's also a good plan. I think it would also be a good idea if someone were to go and check up on um, Imogen's mother. Can I do that?
0: I I don't think that would be the best idea, Imogen. Um, I think it should be a professor. Why um, not? I don't think anyone's checked up on her. I I sh- if I should be the one to check up on her. Sh- she's my mom.
1: There, there could be some danger, and
0: we just want to make sure you're safe. I worry about her. I miss her. And I don't know what she's going through right now.
2: Imogen, this is one of the rare moments we have to trust the adults.
0: I hate those moments.
2: I know, but this might be over our head. And we want to make sure that you're safe too.
0: Then what what can I do? Well,
1: the best thing that we can do right now is for the lot of you to go on as normal.
0: I don't like that answer.
1: Listen, if you start acting differently, especially when you're out on your internship, perhaps someone who may have something to do with your obliteration could hear about it. And they might feel the need to step in. They're clearly hiding something having to do with you. So we need to keep you as normal-seeming as possible. (laughs) Because we don't know who could be doing this.
0: That's going to be hard.
1: I know. But I know you can do it. This is just one of those moments where this kind of work is exceedingly difficult. And it shouldn't be asked of you. And this shouldn't have happened to you in the first place.
0: But it has... So we need to deal with that reality. I'll do my best. Um, so who can we trust with this right now? Is it just us- us in this room, or...?
1: I- I think the other professors who are in the know. And I think likely that's mostly it. We have no idea who this is coming from, what they're attached to. We're still really in the early phases of of figuring things out. I know it seems frustrating, but for your safety, I think that is the best plan.
0: Question What day is it right now? Are we about to go to our internships like later today? Tomorrow. Jesus, okay. Okay. God. At least we get we can sleep on it, because Imogen is... If I was we gonna say... Like, if we were, like, about to go... Yeah, like, okay, guys! Ooh. Round up!
1: That
2: get on out! Right
0: before... I would be like, fuck no! We're yes, staying
1: home d- today! If anyone do. asks you why you look like you've been sobbing for ten hours, like, just don't say anything. It's fine. No, no, no. You, can, you guys sure. are going tomorrow. Not today.
0: <laughs> I, I okay. mean, should we have some sort of, like... I don't know. I know I know you're saying that we should try to pretend that nothing's wrong, but I, I don't know if we're gonna be able to do that fully, all of us. So should we maybe have like a, a backup the therapy circle? Excuse Oh, that too. Um That yeah, that also yeah, um mm-hmm. excuse. That's what Yep. I'm just full on hugging her at this point. Like <laughs> <laughs> she needs as much hug as possible. Um yeah. But, an excuse to maybe why we're acting off- Well, I mean, uh, grades did just come out. So, um, we could say the thing of-, of Well, we could say, um, we could say- Ren's kind of- <laughs> She's kind of at a loss for words, but, um, I think she finally, like, gathers it and- and says, um, Well, we could- tell them we're we're having a a tough day and then we can say in the next sentence that grades just came out and we know that those things aren't necessarily connected but we could still use it as a way to pretend they're connected if that makes sense and it seems really trivial but i I mean it's not trivial because it's grades you know yeah that makes sense
2: that works I suppose.
0: Henry speaks up and says, I-, I think that's
1: a fantastic plan, Ren. Um, understandably school is kinda your whole lives right now. At least that's what most people think. What so what else would, would be, be our whole lives? Uh well careers. weird. Careers. That's that's what I was gonna say. Um what you um that's a, a great plan. I think you should definitely stick with that.
0: Okay. Should
1: should someone notice something is off.
0: Okay, um, it's just that I've been having a tough day. Period. Space. Enter. Enter. Grades just came out.
1: Excellent. I would End not quote. vocalize. I would not focalize the punctuation, specifically the quote part, because it'll make oh, okay. it sound like someone's feeding you lines. Oh, okay. To say, but other than that, fantastic. Great job, Imogen.
0: Thank, thank you.
1: End you still quote. sound
0: like you're Nope. <laughs> 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 you Wait, see, the the real her issue chance. here the real issue here is that I didn't do a I didn't do a a, a left quotation mark. I'm oh. only doing the end. Yes. Of <laughs> I don't know when this started. <laughs> Imogen in, in the corner is just like backspace, 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 backspace <laughs> 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 Hold on everybody.
2: No. Give her a chance. She's got
1: this.
0: Right click, select, select all, (laughs) delete. Has
1: anyone given uh, any consideration to the fact that Imogen's a literal robot, an actual computer?
0: Should we look into this? Do we have x-ray machines? I'm having a tough time right now, Professor. Grades just came out. There we go. Perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> also, I've been be obliterated. Actor. No, it's um, not that no something about you my mom. Um, uh, okay, so Caitlin so- Patton is missing, and I think it's my fault. And it, it, well, first of all, I, it's not your fault. Okay. So we'll talk therapy circle. Yes, um, we'll talk about the therapy circle. But if you say that in your brain quietly and don't say it out loud, that is also fine. But the verbal things that you should say aloud from your mouth – should end at grades just came out. If it helps you to think of the other bits, just don't say it aloud. Okay. Uh, uh, Acting. Yeah. I can do it. It's technically just the truth. It's just two different pieces of truth that are unrelated. Okay. Okay. Honestly, it really helps. It's not deception, it's performance. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Which doesn't help me at all. (laughs) Equally good at both. (laughs) Perfect Glad that's settled
1: So with that plan formulated um, The professors kind of Look at you all um, And there's just kind of like this hesitation Before the end of the meeting is called And Professor Jameson says Now is there anything we can do To support you guys? Anything you need right now?
0: I'd just like to be updated a lot On the progress With the obliterate research Because I've kind of I'm kind of very invested in that, uh, not just because of recent developments, but because I'm very invested in the research side of it, and and I, I'd like I I need I need to know these things, please. Understandably,
1: how about um tomorrow after we come back from your internships, we have a debriefing, see if there's any additional information that was found out by the others. Please activities. Yes. Uh, Celeste?
2: It's a little off topic, but uh, it, since we brought up grades, I do want to ask if mine can be secured, just from my mother. And it, it recently came to me that bad grades for someone in the public eye, I, I'm just nervous it'll get out or something.
1: All records of all of your grades um, from the beginning of second year? I believe from the end of first year, actually, have been modified to produce nothing suspicious, nothing concerning. Um, so there shouldn't be any records of um, actual grades besides the ones that you have and then each individual teacher has.
2: Okay. Thank you. I- I'm sorry to to bring it to that. Uh, it's just been on my mind.
0: No worries. Ren? Um, no, I-, I don't think there's anything... I, I appreciate it, but I don't think there's anything that we can say that's really going to settle any of this right now. Okay. Um.
1: Alright, then um, this meeting uh, has come to an end and we will regroup tomorrow after your internships. Um, and if you need anything, of course, you know where to find us.
2: Thank you, professors.
0: Thank you. Um... I think after the meeting is adjourned, I maybe go to Henry. Is he anywhere? Yeah. Um, they
1: would kind of, the teachers kind of like, leave the classroom with you, but like, kind of linger nearby-ish. Like, not racing off. Mm-hmm. Um, just in case one of you wanted to grab them.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on Celeste and Imogen, if they're like, walking out or anything, but trying to do this kind of quick. Um, I, don't, I don't know if this is the right time or, or appropriate but i wanted to ask about um my my mom well uh winona um uh would she do you think she could help with any of this i i haven't told her anything but i just i'm just thinking that you know she's 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 my mum and and maybe she could be helpful because she's you know she's in a pretty big position and and maybe, I don't know. I, I, she would probably be will, willing to help because you know I'm her, her daughter, and and all that. But, and, and 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 Professor Carver is a part of this, and I, I don't know. I, I just was thinking that maybe that was something that could. What do you think? Well, she
1: definitely has some useful skills, being probably one of the most in the know sorcerers in the world, with phenomenal control over the press. Um, Look, I I really trust Winona with, you know, everything. She's had my back for years. I'm gonna leave it up to you. Tell her what you're comfortable with. She definitely could be an asset. Especially in the future, if things start getting... I don't even know, but... It's up to you. I trust her, and I trust you.
0: Okay. I appreciate the trust for sure. Um, I was kind of hoping you'd make the decision for me, cause I don't know what's right and wrong. But it, it would be nice to have have her on our side. I just I worry that it's a bit much, and I I don't want her to worry. But I, I'll I'll think about it. I'll I'll think about it. Okay. Run.
1: Anyone who cares about you would be worried. Of course you would be. But something that I learned far too late. Don't let grown-ups decide what's right and wrong for you. You do have to make that decision yourself sometimes.
0: Okay. Um, thanks. Of course. And I go and find my friends.
2: Celeste w- Celeste would like to talk to her father also privately.
0: Yeah, for sure. He's there,
2: Father. Uh, could could you walk me to my dorm? Uh, of course. Let's let's take the long way. I have I have things to address. We we go off and I'm sure find a path that can be private and not so many people around. And she just looks at him very seriously and says, "Father, someone hurt hurt my friend today. Someone hurt my best friend." and I don't want that to ever happen again. So I would like to add something to the Spell Creation class And I, I because I want to have as many assets as I can. And I, I want you to teach me how to shapeshift. I, I want to be any, any possible way that I can help, and I know it's illegal. I just need everything in my pocket because I will make sure that this does not happen again.
1: He, um, he nods af- after you finish speaking. But can you roll me a perception?
2: Sure. Uh, that's a 19.
1: So, uh, he- he's quiet after you finish talking, um, and you look over and with your very lovely perception check, you see his facial expression is, um, a mix of fleeting emotions, but behind that, um, deeper than that, um, is a memory. He's he's kind of deep in this memory, contemplating what you said. And uh, he doesn't speak for a minute. He's just kind of looking ahead, walking, but lost in his thoughts.
2: Celeste kind of just walks with him until he's ready, but very stressed out and kind of getting to Ren level, waiting to hear an answer.
1: Celeste, I... I understand why you would. I understand why you would want something like that, and why protecting your friends is so important to you. It's it's very easy for me to to put myself in in your position, um, because I've I've been there, and I can't believe I'm saying this. We can start working on it. It's gonna be extraordinarily difficult and requires phenomenal transfiguration skills.
2: I'll work- I'll work hard. I'll work on- Well, since I know my spell creation class doesn't get finals, I'll work on transfiguration primarily for finals. Um, (laughs) uh, thank you, father. Thank you. Um, I really don't like today. Uh, Celeste kind of starts to cry a little with her father letting her emotions go a little bit and releasing something she's been penting up uh, she's had pent up about the whole thing with Imogen
1: he um he wraps an arm around you as you guys walk um in a kind of protective uh way kind of overcoming you since he's so much taller kind of tucking you into him and and trying to, to comfort you and Shortly before you guys get to the dorms, still when it's a really quiet area, he stops. He pulls his arm away and turns to you. And he kind of ducks down a little bit to to really make eye contact with you. And he says, Celeste, I... I need you to understand. Things are getting really serious. And... there is a lot of danger. And... I doubt it's going to get anything other than more dangerous. So I need you to either really start preparing for that, or you can always back away if you need to.
2: You know that's not my DNA. I understand.
1: Okay. Alright, that's um... But
2: I'll be careful I, I promise You better be He. You, uh, have to, you have to promise the same thing
1: Of course Good And if you're not careful He starts to uh, back away down the hallway um, And he chuckles lightly He says <laughs> You'll be in so much trouble
2: Oh uh, look who's talking <laughs> I will not <laughs> let you hear the end of it
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. all right good night Father. good
2: night Celeste uh Celeste walks back to the serpentine dorms uh she probably makes it like it probably takes her a little bit of a walk she might go on a slow walk to like distract herself because that was a heavy moment she'll probably remember forever
0: so is there anything you guys want to do before you go to bed yeah I run? walk I walk Imogen Back to her dorm. I'm not leaving her alone until the last moment that I have to. Thank you. I do try to sneak into the Avalori dorms as well. (laughs) Roll me a stealth check? Can't wait, but can I give advantage because Imogen is not letting go of Ren? Um, nope, that's uh, an eight.
1: I just don't think clinging on to another person would help you be sneaky.
0: You know what Does I mean? It, do they have to be sneaky though? Because we've just walked into other dorms before,
1: and there's been problems with it. And you've also rolled for it before.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Strong argument. Um. <laughs> Uh so when you enter um Ren uh clinging onto Imogen, uh you're promptly stopped by uh someone you recognize as Joe Jensen. Um she is on the Lori team. Um, and she's also dating one of your team members. And she kind of tilts her head and she goes, Tyranny, right? Jensen!
0: Um Good to see you. Uh, I'm just gonna be on my way. Uh huh. Yeah. Walking in.
1: <laughs> I'm saying that as I'm walking <laughs> in. Uh, uh, oh, hold, uh mm, hold. Hold. on. Uh. Oh, I don't know where you think you're going, but Serpentines are not me. allowed in the Lori
0: dorms. Oh, I'm just. I'm just helping out my friend. She's um. My friend. Up to her room. She. As you can see, she won't uh, let go of my arm. So. Having. Having. Uh, it's been a weird day grades just came out good good yes
1: she like squints her eyes at you Imogen she goes
0: Imogen is not doing too well she's like staring straight ahead brow furrowed kind of vibrating just looking very concerned and like not fully there I, I promise you I'm not gonna do anything like mischievous or I'm not gonna miss anything up I really just wanna walk my friend and make sure she gets in bed and you know, she has a glass of water. She does not it's been a rough day. Grades just came out <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound hurt more
1: <laughs> Um so, so based on this role. She she looks back and forth between you two. Her eye is like suspicious, and then she goes Alright, um, Imogen if you need anything you know where to find me.
0: Okay, thank you. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. And she looks back at Bren. She goes, "You better be on your way out when she's up there."
0: Uh huh. Okay. I
1: don't. I don't need another excuse to kick your ass at Whew. <sighs> um.
0: You know I you.
1: Bye. Bye. Um. And she goes <laughs> to sit back down with her group of friends. Uh, several of which are also on the Lori Broom Zoom team and kind of give you dagger eyes as you pass with like a, a playful competitiveness.
0: Oh, I wave at them. I'm just gesture, <laughs> <You> Imogen. You dick. <laughs> I'm like fully clinging to Ren.
1: Um. So as you as you go to head up, uh, you hear, Imogen, um, and you see Max Jackson kind of like get up from his spot on the couch, and he, like, kind of, like, trips over himself and, like, stumbles towards you, and he goes, Are you okay? You look real upset.
0: (laughs) Yeah, um... It's, it's, it's been a rough day. Grades just came out. Max Jackson, and I release my hold on wrench for just long enough to do the double finger guns that are necessary in order to properly pronounce Max Jackson. And then I, I resume clinging to Ren. I do the
1: same. Excellent. Max uh, kind of looks at you again. Because
0: uh, you were trying Mac- to say it without the finger guns.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that was my problem. Mm-hmm. Max Jackson kind of looks over at you, Ren, um, and he goes, Oh, uh, hi, Ren. Um, not even questioning why you're in the dorm. And then he looks back at Imogen and he goes, Sorry you're having a rough day um if you uh, if you want to talk about milk to cheer you up, um I'll probably be down here for a little bit longer, but uh, yeah, I hope tomorrow's a better day for you.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it
1: uh Max Jackson uh gives you a really wide like toothy grin, um and he goes, all right, well, have a good night, Imogen um and he scurries on back to to his
0: spot. I tried to give a similar grin, but it's kind of like my whole face is shaking. And it's kind of just a weird, sad grimace. <laughs> okay, okay. We're, let's just get upstairs. Okay, we'll get upstairs.
1: So you go on upstairs. You help uh, Imogen hobble to her bed. Um, a couple of her roommates are in there, but they're they're not really paying attention. They're kind of having like their own conversation off to the side. Um,
0: I um, I'm gonna search through my uh, my things and find the chunk of carnelian that my mom sent me for Christmas. And I'm just gonna hold that for a second. I'm just gonna just keep having that in my hand for a long time. Wren? I know you said I shouldn't think it, but Caitlin patting is missing, and I really do think it's my fault. I can't help that I think that. I understand. I sometimes feel that way too. I don't know if I had if i had tried harder to get no to get people no. involved cuz it's it's Imagine. this is a year later and Imagine. now they're finally diving into it but then but then once once i stopped once i stopped trying i, I didn't check in with her if, if i had not kept in fault. touch Imagine. maybe i would have like noticed that something her. was wrong i would have noticed her shoulders i don't i don't know where she is i don't know what happened but i feel i I could have at least found out sooner if I, had, if I had kept in touch. But I was, I was afraid. I was afraid because once I stopped, I, once I stopped, once I got out of that, that funk of just continuously looking into it, and you convinced me to, to breathe. I was scared to go back. But if I had gone back just a little bit, and if I had been able to control myself and just, just research in a normal way and keep in touch with her and, and just try to. Figure it out, maybe it would have been fine. It's not your fault. It's not- I'll I'll say it as many times as I need to, until you believe me, it's not your fault. It is not your fault that something may have happened. There are other very scary things at work here. It wasn't your responsibility to take care of everything and everyone. No, you did everything you could and more. You did so much that you almost led yourself to exhaustion. You can't stop bad people from doing bad things. What if there was anything I could have done to prevent it? If there was anything I could have done to to get something, to to notify anyone that something was wrong? Imogen, you'll drive yourself crazy thinking like that. We can't think in what ifs or regrets of what we could have done more. We can only keep moving forward. What we know now is what we know. And we're going to use that information as best as we can to save as many people as we can. Okay? And that includes Caitlyn Pattonon. I haven't forgotten her either. I promise. What if she got recruited? That may be. We don't know. But we're gonna find out, okay? I know things are scary right now because we don't have a lot of answers and we have a lot of questions, but... I don't know where my mum is. She says she's okay, but I don't... She always says she's okay. And I... I... Can't remember... Somewhere in my brain there was something that could help, but I can't remember. And it's not like I'm- It's it's not like with research where I'm sure the information exists out where I just need to find it. I know the information was in my brain, it was a memory, and I can't find it. It's in me somewhere, or it's blocked, or it was removed, I don't know, but it was in me at one point, and now I can't get it. Just give her a hug. A really, really deep hug. I need to know. I know. And I need to help. You're not alone in this. I know it feels isolating and terrifying and it feels like you're stuck in your own brain going round and round in circles, but I promise you I'm right here, okay? We will figure this out. (laughs) Thank you, Ren. I love you. I love you too, Ren. And I'm gonna try to act normal. There's- that's- that was a weird thing for teachers to say. Yeah. There's no such thing as normal.
1: We're just gonna act-
0: I am I'm not good at acting normal in the first place, so I don't know what- uh, That's okay. Yeah. Me neither. We'll just act like Imogen, and we'll act like Ren, okay? Yeah, but- Whatever that means for us, But this is a weird Imogen right now, because I'm all up in my head. That's super fair, but I will remind you that the past, like, few times that I've been into my internship- um, I gave Celeste mom flowers and pretty much ruined that's a nice. lot of people's days. Well, it was super weird for her, though. Oh, my, um, flowers I, are so cool. That's what Some I thought. Some are medicinal. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, I, I personally, my my default setting is, is, um, not normal. So we're just going to take it a moment at a time, okay? Yeah. And what we can do is we're just going to... Focus on research. See what we can find. Try to answer some of the questions we have, but also yeah. we need to take care of ourselves to do that. So let's get you into bed, okay? Okay. And let's get some sleep. I'll try. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Ren. I love you. Of course. I'm sorry. You Don't. keep going through this. You keep up, no. You keep seeing people close to you get obliterated Imagine. and. Imogen, I know it's hard, And I'm sorry that you have to go through this over and over again. I just give her another hug. I love you, Ren, and I'm sorry. You have such a big heart, Imogen, and I'm so thankful I get to see it. We're going to protect it as best we can, okay? Because I know it's been hurt today. Thank you. But that's what I'm here for, okay? Okay. You have that big heart, and I'm going to be your shield, okay? Thank you, Ren. Department of Friendship. (laughs) Department of Friendship. (laughs) I tuck her in and I sit down up against the bedside table. Like, my back to the bedside table. I do fall asleep there. Someone might wake me up, but I do fall asleep there. Like, still half, like, holding her hand.
1: Let me roll a few (laughs) dice. Cool. No one wakes you up. YES! (laughs) Joe rolled a nat 1
0: for remembering you. have, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, man, that perception must be pretty bad. Oof, she better watch that on the field. Jesus Christ.
1: Anyways... The next morning, uh, you guys have, uh, your internships. Um, you gotta grab a little breakfast beforehand. Nothing too exciting happens at breakfast, except for, uh, Max Jackson coming up to the table, and uh, sliding you a book Imogen, Um, he goes, I, uh, know you wanted to borrow this one from me, so I sped read it overnight. I didn't sleep at all, but that's fine. Um, so I, I wanted you to be able to borrow it today, because I know you are sad last night. So, um, you
0: go thank you max jackson uh you didn't uh, i mean uh, obviously i understand it's it's hard to not stay up all night reading but you didn't have to do that just but thank you i can't wait to read it
1: i don't like when you're sad imogen you're too wonderful when you're happy i mean like you just you're uh, you yeah you have a real bright smile and it just like Brightens up the room, and I think you make everyone else happy too. And I just, I don't want you to be sad. Uh, plus, like you said, it's really easy to just stay up all night reading, so, you know, I just gave in.
0: That's true. It's, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I am lucky I got sleep last night. I had a lot of stuff on my mind, but yeah, thank you. Um, I give him a hug.
1: He hugs you back, um, and, and again, a classic Max Jackson wide toothy smile this boy is just a a radiating ball of energy just good vibes right in the soul good vibes
0: that's so nice what a good friend this
1: is a good buddy boy um and he he like hops on off um to his his groups of pals over yonder what's wrong with me um yonder
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Over yonder, oh yeah. goodbye, Max Jackson, uh, yeehaw! Um, in a human way, um, Max Jackson uh, skips on off uh, to go the exact same way I said it before.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. bye, Max Jackson. So, anyways, it's time for your internship. Okay, time to be very normal. You got this, kid. I do think that there's like a a moment of ren coming in like super late in the morning like rumpled and like hair sticking up half out of her ponytail and she tries to tiptoe in i don't know if that happens let me make a uh, one roll real quick <laughs> yeah as you're like
1: sneaking in you see that like just ahead of you katherine has come in from one of her morning uh workouts and she like turns around at hearing a sound she sees you and she like crinkles her eyebrows and she goes Ren?
0: Good morning. Good morning? Uh, where are you coming from? Oh, uh, Imogens. Yesterday was a tough day. Grades came out, no. <laughs> okay, uh, weird. <laughs> Ren has no idea how this looks, by the way. <laughs>
1: She is, like, holding, like, her her uniform, like, o- like, her uniform sweater over her shoulder, and she's wearing, like, a tank top. She's, like, one foot up on the stair in front of her and one foot, like, under her, and she's, like, twisting, looking around at you. And she, like, tilts her head. Um, roll perception for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I did get a nat 20. <laughs> Plus two, so that's 22. <laughs> okay, so... You can tell she doesn't buy what you just said. She's, like, is suspicious of you, and she thinks something's up. That's weird, because it's
0: exactly what happened. <laughs> That's what Bren is thinking. She's like, I literally told her exactly what happened. That's weird.
1: Well, she is suspicious of you, and she's like, huh, okay. Um, well, I'm, uh, I'm gonna
0: go hit the showers. Okay. Uh, was your practice okay? Your, your morning work? Workout?
1: I don't know. Super distracted. So my flying was mega wonky and I was just riding the wind instead of powering through it. So uh I've have had better practices, but it's it's alright.
0: Okay. Is is everything all right?
1: She uh she like
0: hesitates a second and she goes, Well
1: you know, Grays just came out, so
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I yeah, I yep. Okay, okay. Well um I'll see you later. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll be down to breakfast in a minute. I just get I need to you know right, gotcha. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, hey, um yeah. I'll see you down there. Okay. I'll I'll see you there. i can give her like a peck on the cheek if she accepts it.
1: She does um and then she like kind of turns and like scampers up the stairs to like go shower. Okay.
0: Um bye. That was weird. Ren says to herself as she's walking up the stairs. <laughs>
1: So yeah, besides that, from the little Max Jackson, Cat. Cat is a breakfast. It, it, she gets there after you because she like was super, super sweaty and gross from like her workout. But she she arrives kind of like in her chill weekend clothes and like pops down um, next to you and starts filling up her plate and all that.
0: Uh, I pass her a scone. She says
1: thanks, accepts it and starts you know buttering her scone as the English do.
0: I don't know do they butter their scones. We do. Um <laughs> Clotted cream and jam.
1: She takes a bite out of her scone and she just starts eating.
0: <laughs> so thanks for staying in my room last night, Ren. I appreciate it. Of course. I'm just I'm just glad I could could help and be there for you. Yeah. I don't know if I would have been able to sleep without you there. If you had left, I think I would have pulled out my old research binder and maybe not slept. You know, I, I kinda had a feeling, so, yeah. um, yeah. I'm real glad you got some sleep, imaging Me too. Are you okay? That it's prob- It was probably not a comfortable position. Oh, you know, it's fine. I mean, I've, I've been camping and, and all that. I'm, I have a, a little bit of a prick in my neck, but it'll be fine. I can just work it out in, in practice or something. Let me give no, you no. a um, medicinal, or, or like a. Do, do I know any, like, minor healing spells? I thought you were gonna say, let me give you a massage.
3: And I, was I like, thought so. No! So did I, like, <laughs> yes. I. I was <laughs> like, holy
0: <laughs> shit. <laughs> the real competition cat has to watch out for his image. <laughs> holy shit. No, sorry. Um, continue, continue. Serious. <laughs> she, she knows one uh,
1: really minor healing spell.
0: Is it okay if I try, if I use this spell on you to try to help you, your neck? Oh, sure, sure. Cool. Roll me a d20 plus medicine. Uh, right, so that's a 15.
1: Okay. And then uh, roll me a d4. That's
0: a 3.
1: So had you taken any hit points off, you could have gotten 3. But um, basically, yeah, the crick in your neck uh, eases. So it's almost like you, you don't feel it anymore
0: oh that feels so much better thank oh, you yeah. yeah i'm so glad i feel like i could help of course thank thank you yay cool um... <laughs> <laughs> no one else is talking at the table so it's kind of weird it's just us oh, i'm just, just happy to I've be i've just been medicine watching cat.
2: this interaction i'm very confused as to what happened um
0: oh, oh Kat, i'm just being a medicine cat over here meow
1: so uh <laughs> between bites of scone cat looks at you imogen and she like tells her head she's
0: like are you okay imogen It's been a weird couple days. You know, grades just came out. (laughs) She, like, stares at you and she just goes, "Uh uh-huh, okay. And then
1: she takes another bite of her eggs.
0: If this is the thing that has, that, that, like, opens Kat's eyes to all the weird shit that we've been doing, (laughs) I'm gonna lose my mind.
2: It wasn't the invitation to our personal final last year, it was this.
0: Grits, you
2: know? Like, I, I haven't felt like there's been a point to jump in, because this has just been pure magic happening.
1: Cat just continues eating her food, kind of, like, minding her own business. Throughout breakfast, just, like, focusing on, like, her plate and just, like, eating.
0: Uh, do I notice anything is up? Do I notice that?
1: Yeah, roll for insight.
2: Could okay. I also roll insight?
0: Sure, yeah. Oh my god.
2: Oh yeah. Um, that is a 10. That's not 20.
1: So that's a 28. So Ren, Kat's fine. She's just eating breakfast. She's a little tired from her, you know, she, she's got that vibe. Like when you have like not a great practice. Like when grades just came out. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a rough day. Um, (laughs) just kind of a little introspective. Um, kind of quiet, you know, maybe it's best to just like you know let her get through her funk um celeste cat thinks something is up with ren cat thinks ren's hiding something from her cat is not happy about it but she's not going to say anything for now and she's just going to let things be for the moment
2: okay um celeste bring- brings no attention to this in this conversation and just sort of nods looks to ren Tries to make, like, some kind of eye contact of we gotta get going soon.
0: Two? What are you saying?
2: I'm not saying anything. Um, we should get going to our internships, right, everyone? Yes, let's go. Uh, She looks to Myra for some support here.
1: (laughs) Uh, Myra has, like, half a piece of toast hanging out of her mouth, and she's like, I, like... I'm not, I didn't even finish, okay,
0: all right, we can go, all right. Okay, yeah, let's, let's go, let's go. It's okay, you can take the toast for the road.
2: Oh, yes, most of the food we can just get to go.
0: I could just put in my bag. Ooh. Or you could just hold it and eat it, you
1: That's know, true.
0: like also like food, choice. like how food works. I mean, w- well, with, like, toast that would work, but, like, with eggs, less so. Oh, I mean, you can <laughs> just, you know, grab a scone. All right, well, know, great walk talking me down. to you, Catherine. Oh, okay. Uh, bye,
1: cat. She, like, looks up at you uh, from her plate. She, like, looks at all of you and she's just like,
0: Bye! Bye! Oh, okay. Bye, bye then.
2: See you later. Celeste pulls Ren aside and just sort of says, Ren, I can kind of tell you can't tell. Um, huh? Catherine is not happy with you.
0: What? what? Why? Why? Why wouldn't I, she be happy with Ren? Ren is so cool. Uh,
2: Sorry, I, am I part of
0: this conversation?
2: Uh, of course. Come come, come over.
0: Okay, uh, hi, I just, friends.
2: Uh, I was reading- Okay, just we...
0: for clarification, this is like once we're out of the hall, on oh, our yeah, way to like, meet everybody. Okay.
2: On our way, no, out of earshot, like out of the hall, not many people okay. around. Uh, I don't mean to alarm you. I'm just- uh, What I read on her face is that she knows that you're hiding something. Wh- wh- oh. Which we are. Obviously.
0: Do you think she knows about my mum? Is that... Because I haven't really said anything about my mum.
2: I want you to really think as we go to secret organisation internships.
0: Well, no, I know, but that's not something I can tell her.
2: I know, but I... There there needs to be some kind of communication here because she can tell you're hiding something.
0: About my (laughs) mum? Okay. (laughs)
2: Let's go over this from the beginning. And <laughs> we just keep okay. going over, over it as we walk to our internships.
0: Imogen is reading the book that Max Jackson gave her while we're walking.
2: I don't think it's something you have to worry about. Obviously, she's still nuts over you. I just... I, I, would, I would feel wrong if I didn't tell you what I saw.
0: Okay. Um, I, I trust you. I don't really know because I haven't said anything. She was kind of acting well this morning. I did, I did see her as I was coming back in, um, this morning. Um, maybe she could tell that I was being, Well, because I had a lot on my because, you know it's been a kind of a rough day yesterday. You know what with grades and all. So.
2: Oh yes, you know it's been a rough day. As someone of days passes by, yeah, grades. <laughs> with uh, yeah. grades just came yeah. out.
0: Could she have been upset that you were breaking the rules?
1: Because oh, you know it maybe.
0: was hard. It was it was hard for you to get into the dorm. That there was that whole thing with the, with the. I was Joel. surprised. Yeah, I was surprised I wasn't kicked out, but um, is I there, guess I just forgot I was there.
2: Is there some way I could roll like a in it, insight with without being there, just to like kind of understand what's happening? Because I feel like it's no not possible yeah. for herself to put the pieces together <laughs> with these two telling her.
1: Yeah, if Ren <laughs> is like telling. Celeste would happen, you can roll an insights like piece together what oh, yeah. actually was going on.
0: Yeah, I think that Ren's like doing a play by play of like, oh, and this happened, and then like anytime Celeste is like, can you clarify? Ren's like, Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh that's a fifteen.
1: So with a fifteen, uh, you can piece together pretty much that like um this morning Catherine got the sense that Ren was lying about something. And you can take that and piece it together with how Catherine was acting before, with that Nat 20, and you think that, um, Cat thinks that Ren was lying about something, and Imogen was trying to help her cover it up, hence the very rehearsed script. Oh, shit. All right. Um, so, here's the thing.
2: The script is perfect. The script is wonderful. We're, we're doing well. We should continue with the script. Um, what script? It's been oh, a you know. couple of days. Um,
0: oh, oh, there's a great one. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Are we yes. are we doing it too much? Is that the thing? No, perhaps. I think we're not doing okay. it enough. That's probably okay. what you're See, saying, what right, Celeste?
2: Well, uh, no, that's uh, perhaps <laughs> just a tad too much. Just a tad.
0: Oh, oh, you want us to do it less.
2: Well, well, maybe just once someone says it, we don't say it again to the same person.
0: Oh, um, wait, then what do we say instead?
2: Do we just not say say anything? I think we just sort of nod. We nod? nod.
0: But what else do we do besides nod? What if someone asks us a question?
2: Uh, oh, oh lord. Okay, so let me just explain <laughs> what's happened in this moment, okay. and then we can then we can be. Please explain solutions.
0: how human interaction works, because I don't get it. Okay, so my my girlfriend is is mad at me because uh,
2: she thinks you're hiding something, and then with I the rehearsed speech.
0: Oh, okay, I am. She thought
2: that that Imogen was helping you hide something.
0: She. Technically, is
2: yes. That's the problem. Is oh. uh, Catherine's very perceptive. So oh, she's... okay.
0: So, okay. I I understand. She's on to us. That's not good.
2: We finally get to the. <laughs> to the... <laughs> Celeste just takes like she bends over, like grabs her knees, and is just like, oh, all right. We did it. We accomplished the goal. She understands
0: so I should be m- more subtle in the future is what you're saying
2: Sh- Celeste just holds up a thumbs up
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay we, we head into our <laughs>
3: internships <our>
0: <laughs> should we like come up with a, a list of variant scripts variant phrases that yes. feels like it would be a safe bet I think the only thing is we can't use it on the same person more than once yeah. especially within a 24 hour period
2: you know yeah. what? Yes, sure. Next time we all meet, come with a bunch of thought-up phrases, and then we'll, we'll workshop them. We'll workshop okay. them. Okay, okay,
0: I've got one. Okay. What if What if we do, um, oh, you know, grades just came out. Enter. It's been a rough couple of days. Ooh, that's- I like that. Recorded? That's switching yeah. it up. I do, yeah. do like that. What about, um, I'm sad today. I don't want to talk about why. Because oh, that could be Mysterious. mysterious. Yes, mysterious. But that's cool, right? Setting boundaries is totally mm-hmm.
2: fine. Try to avoid it with personal relationships because they'll dig. Um, but personal yes. about, as
0: in like anyone it, you actually know or like, pers- like what kind of person? Like family, friends... Uh- <laughs> Okay, okay. we just (laughs) we just keep going. Yeah, yeah, this just keeps going. Uh, Everyone else is looking on in like horror as we Celeste gives
2: like a class that she never thought she'd have to teach of just how to interact with human beings.
0: (laughs) This is you all are going to drive me to drink. (laughs) I hate to break it to you, but one class is not enough for that to. (laughs) Can
2: they get advantage at least once today if they have to? If they have to like hide something.
0: Once.
1: Yes! Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So you go to your internships. Yeah. So when you show up to be escorted to your internships, uh, you enter the room and there are two Calvin Carvers. Um,
0: This is normal. Well, one of them is going to (laughs) have to change. They both look down at their outfits, (laughs) and then each other, and then you... (laughs) Yeah, but th- one of them already did. That's the point. That's, that's the joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh.
2: Can Celeste have, like, an instinctual knowing of which one's her father?
1: By Give me a flat D20.
2: A uh, flat D20 was a 14.
1: So, uh, you kind of look between them, and they really look identical. And one of them says, Celeste, it's, it's me, I'm actually, I'm the real one. And the other one looks to him and goes, what the hell? No, you're not. Don't. <laughs> what the it's you and she
2: points at the one who's who's who didn't say celeste it's me
1: (laughs) that one uh gives a really cheeky grin um and the other one kind of like huffs and like goes and sits behind a desk and like crosses his arms at that moment henry comes in followed by jameson and he says all right let's let's discuss the plan um, I'm going to Caitlyn's office and then our home. Gonna try and get in, see what I can find. You guys are going to your internships, trying to act as normal as you can. Um, Henry goes and he points towards one Calvin and then the other, and he goes, one of them is taking you to their internships, I don't know. Alright, does does everyone know what's what's up?
0: As much as we can!
2: It's been a rough couple of days.
0: Grades just came out. I'm sad and I don't want to explain why. If this conversation continues down this trajectory, I will cry.
2: Let's let's put that one back on the workshop. Okay, you know, okay, we'll yeah. circle back. We'll circle I mean, back I think it's
0: effective. I feel like you just, it has to be...
2: We're going to circle back on that okay,
0: one. Right? Okay, we'll okay, okay. I, I trust <laughs> Celeste's judgment.
2: Uh, Celeste gives a, this is the best we got.
1: <laughs> Great. Just focus on your internships. So, uh, one of the Calvin stands, and both of them kind of, like, walk forward, and then they stop and then look at each other, kind of, like, giving each other a, what are you doing look? And then they both take another step and stop, and they're like, what is going on? And then they take one more step, and then the Calvin who is sitting down goes, dude, I thought we agreed that I was taking them," And the other one just smiles and says, payback. And then leaves the room. Um, (laughs) Ty Calvin, who's left in the room, says, Alright guys, let's go ahead, go to the internships, and go see, um, what's his face?
0: Drago Malloy.
1: I'm seeing Draco. You guys are seeing... Hugo? Hugo, right. Oh, okay. Let's go. Uh, let's go see Hugo.
0: Ty, you might want to study this a bit if you keep forgetting. Because you, if if you're trying to be undercover as Professor Carver, he knows these things.
2: Yes, and also. Um, Do you need
0: me to make flashcards?
2: Make sure you don't speak like that, because that is a dead giveaway from my father.
0: Yeah, I don't think Calvin Carver has ever said the word "dude" in his life.
2: Or you guys. I'm, yeah. it's, it's weird.
1: He uh, he clears his his throat. <clears> throat>
0: Apologies. Shall we head along? I feel like that's clo- like it's a little- it's a little bit too much, but it's better to do too much than not enough. You know right what I mean?
1: Right direction. Right direction. Yes. Yeah. I'll figure it out when we get there. Let's just- let's just- go. Okay. okay. You little shits. So, uh, you guys head on to the Sanctum with, uh, Ty Calvin to- to so you start your first day back at-
0: at your internships. Talvin, what? if you will. Talvin! Shut up!
1: Calvin. Don't give them
0: a ship name! <laughs> no, it's just Talvin. It's just, you know, it's, Ty Calvin. That's yeah. his
2: name. T- Talvin.
0: It's yeah. Talvin. Talvin. Professor Talvin, sir.
2: Talvin that is what Harvard. we're calling him. It's not a ship name. It's not a ship name. All you listening out there, it is not a ship name.
1: Don't ship Ty and Calvin. He is a I do not hate to see
2: fanfiction of my parents breaking up.
1: <laughs> he is so, so happy with the wife that he loves so, so much.
0: Oh, wait, but is that Calvin and Tinks, though? Is that Talvin? Oh, yeah. Or is that Kinks? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay, it's okay. obviously no Kinks. No comment on that. <laughs> I'm moving on, I'm moving
1: on. <laughs> so, you guys head on over to your internships at the Sanctum led by. Ty Calvin. Talvin, if you will, which I hope you won't. Hugo doesn't seem to notice anything off with uh, with Calvin at all. Um, He greets you all, and and as soon as you guys are safe in Hugo's hands, uh, Ty Calvin says, Alright, I'm going to uh, leave you all. I will see you at the end of the day. Very stiffly, uh, in a very, very strong British accent. And he kind of turns, and he exits again, moving very stiffly, but Hugo really does not notice at all. He's fiddling with his clipboard, um, but smiling at you all, all of the sparkling and uh, flat waters that you usually get are ready in the conference room. He invites you all in, sit down, um, and he says, I hope everyone had a pretty good break.
0: Yep, everything's great. Um, Mm -hmm. Yes,
2: uh, Celeste kind of tries to take the reins of other people don't have to speak. Um, it was rather lovely. Uh, me and Myra got to spend some time together. We all ha- got some great presents and whatnot. How was your holiday? Do I have to roll oh. a performance check or something for this? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Roll me, roll me a charisma. Just a charisma check. Uh,
2: 18.
1: Okay. He's like, oh, that's that's great. Um, uh, me, my, my holiday, well, you know... Yeah, so, uh, is everybody ready to get back to work? Yeah. Insight check? Sure. Was that?
2: Did anyone else think that was shady? Am I wasting time? Uh, it's, a, uh, 16.
1: 16. <laughs> Man, this guy's an idiot. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you see right through that, um, he did not have a good holiday. Um, and, it, and it, thinking about his holiday made him remember the things that happened over his holiday, so he's just like trying to, yeah, moving on.
2: Okay, uh, all right. Um, well, what do you have on the agenda for us today?
1: So uh, before I send you guys off, we did have uh, one uh, one little switch of uh, internships. Two of you are swapped, actually. Uh, yes, we've heard. Oh, have you? Great, Celeste and uh, Ren. You guys are switching your internships. Uh, Celeste, you've been requested by the minister's office. Um, and Ren, uh, the press offices, they they still need an intern, so you're going to be uh, taking Celeste's place. So it's just an easy little swip swap. Swip swap is not a word. Flip flop, my bad. Uh, is everyone else happy with uh, where they're at?
0: Were, were we gonna. I, I I think I remember hearing also about that um, Celeste was gonna be able to still assist in, in some ways with the, with the press office. Um, I believe that was said out, out loud for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know if it, that's a
1: deal that Hugo would be in on. It might be more of a thing that, like, I'm, Celeste... I'm saying this to,
0: to Hugo, though. Oh. That, uh, was, was that, a, that was an accent, right? Yeah, yeah, it was, a, okay, it okay. was an accent. I just yeah. thought Hugo was talking in third person. Like <laughs> you know, I mean, That's not something <laughs> that Hugo would be in <laughs> on. <laughs> Hugo, are you good? You that good, is buddy? something Hugo would do.
2: Like, <laughs> the holidays are hard. The holidays are very hard.
1: <laughs> you know, Hugo just Grace had a mental setback, in. that's it. We're here for him. It's been a rough day. Grace I just came it. in. Uh, I
2: get it, buddy. Grace just came in. So I get it.
1: Um, so he he says, uh, you know, I'm I'm not as like super in with with the interdepartment workings. So if that's something that's been worked out, of course that's totally fine.
2: Yes, Ren, don't worry about it, uh, it's all worked out. Just, just um, make sure that you always have coffee ready uh, right at the beginning of the day, like usual, for both you and for Porter. Um, and Celeste kind of just goes on a rant about uh, of the things Ren might want and might need to know about like working in the office she really enjoyed.
0: Uh, Ren is taking notes, for sure.
1: Once all this information has been shared, Hugo says, All right, um, so everyone knows where to go? Yes, indeed. Great. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, break! Go team! (laughs) Yeah! I'll I'll see you guys, uh, uh, see you guys later. Uh, Cool. Bye. Bye. Um, and you guys, uh, you guys are released from your team huddle.
2: Good luck, everyone. Um, Celeste kind of focuses in with Imogen and Ren just says, Hey, we all got this. I I know it's, it's gonna be rough, but you both do you have this. You can do it. And uh, Celeste heads off to her mother's office.
0: I think just a quick like hand squeeze. She just pulls her back. Just hand squeeze. That's her out.
2: She squeezes back.
0: Do you? Do you want? I can. I can walk you to the. I think. I think I can do it. You're. You're needed in. Uh, in your department. I. I think I'll feel better once I get into the department. I'm. I. Because I, I am. I am excited about it I, I so maybe I'll be distracted enough well, it, It's fine okay, but at at any moment, if you need to you're you're allowed to like step step out, just tell them you need to take a quick break, and you come find me, and i don't I don't even care i my my mom is ahead of the press, so no one can get that mad at me. so there thank you, Ren. okay, let's do this okay, we're going to live through the day no well, yep we're we're definitely okay. Oh, now I'm actually nervous. Okay, bye. Oh, I'm so sorry, Ren. <laughs> no, 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 it's not you. It's fine. It's we're going to I'm going to okay, go get bye, some bye, coffee. Bye. Okay, bye. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so you guys, uh, you guys go your separate ways. Um, Edison, Teddy, Ross, and Myra all go theirs. So, uh, so Imogen, as you head to the labs, uh, when you open the doors, you find that Dr. Rowan is right there, ready to pick you up. Um, they give you a, a big smile and they say... Hello, Imogen. Welcome to your first day as my intern. Hey, uh,
0: Dr. Rowan. I'm very excited to be working with you.
1: And I, you. I think we are going to do brilliant things together.
0: Yay! Okay, what are we doing today?
1: So, uh, follow me. We need to announce the new project to the team. Because they know I've been cooking something up, but I haven't quite... Release the information yet and then uh we will start with a little uh, a little chat you and i
0: okay i'm i'm excited
1: me as well all right right this way um and, and you follow dr rowan uh, down the hallway to like the the main center where the different branches of hallways go um and there you see pretty much everyone in the department kind of waiting um when dr rowan approaches um they they pause and look around at everyone and they say uh, hello, everybody. Um, so I know you guys have been eagerly awaiting uh, the announcement to be made this morning. I am announcing a new project that I've kind of been tickering with for a while, but I am officially going to be diving into with the help of uh, The Unturned uh, Imogen here. Um, Imogen is, uh, now going to be working directly with me, um, and we are going to be focusing on the origins of magic, specifically. The historical impact, the, um, of course, magical impact, the scientific impact, um, and and whatnot. Um, we are going to be making great strides, uh, together to, um, find out what we can. Um, I know I'm excited, I think Imogen is as well, and uh, I will be letting you all know uh, when we have more information and when we need to um, have your assistance for experiments and whatnot. So for now, keep working on what you're working on, um, and I look forward to uh, giving you more information soon. Um, And everyone kind of like gives an enthusiastic nod and then uh, disperses into their, their own labs. Dr. Rohn leads you to their office and sits down, uh, inviting you to do the same. And they lean forward towards you. And they say, okay, Imogen. I think the first thing uh, that we should work on is figuring out what we already know. Of course, there's a lot of information out there. But at the same time, there's not enough.
0: I'm quite familiar with that. It's a
1: horrible concept, truly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what do you know about the history of magic.
0: Well, um, history of magic as a concept. It is arguably a a, a force, possibly some physical component to it, but what is known is that it was at one point a single thing that split into light and dark, and in the ensuing ages it has been- it has remained as such. And it has been harnessed by sorcerers, or both sides of it have been harnessed by sorcerers for varying reasons.
1: Fantastic, yes! So from what I know and what I've learned and what I've studied is there has been references to magic in pretty much every civilization known to man. Um, If you go back to the very, very, very early, um, what's considered the first civilizations of Mesopotamia and ancient Egypt, even then magic is referenced, um, used as um, a medical tool, used as protection, offensive magic you know, curses existed and such things. And, and when you really look at it and you look for their explanations of magic, it kind of centers around religion in in most aspects. Um, and from there, of course, you know, the, the legends and the myths about magic spread and created this canon and and this pantheon of, of, of characters and whatnot that kind of explained magic. And then at some point, magic and science became so intertwined that, um, you know, the normies kind of explain all magic with science and they kind of discount magic, whereas us sorcerers, we, you know, have a very strong Difference between them. So when when researching where exactly the split happened between uh, light and dark magic, when it went from being just magic to being two separate entities, I think it happened somewhere during ancient Egypt, which is roughly around the same time of Mesopotamia.
0: Ancient Egypt is a very broad period. Any yes, any specifics? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're good.
1: Uh, yes, specifically um, at the beginning, because I think mm-hmm. my theory is the formation of civilization is what caused the separation when, you know, these big groups came together and began, you know, planting their lives in one specific location. That is when I think that um, the this split occurred. That's just my current theory. I need to to dive a little deeper into this, and this is just mostly coming from my own recollection of history. I mean, as you know, science is, is more of my main subject. History is uh, kind of an offset of that. They they are quite intertwined, though.
0: Do you need you me know? to study some history, some more history, in order to? I, I'm I'll I'll dive into some history of ancient civilizations.
1: Yes, that would be excellent. I also um. I also think we should start really looking into the human and sorcerer kind before civilization, those nomadic years, um, and trying to find the absolutely earliest reference to magic we possibly can, and and perhaps um, from there we can we can get very specific with our research.
0: Well, Incline of the Cave Bear, that's that's prehistoric fiction uh obviously fiction but it's you know that uh uh gene m owl did a lot of research obviously and these the, the you know the cave people the cave the civilizations described in the in the stories magic is a is certainly a big thing so maybe i'll uh maybe i'll check her uh Maybe I'll check the no- the notes in the back of that book to find some sources.
1: Absolutely. Please do, because I, I really find that, that a lot of authors that dive deep into their research find beautiful hidden gems that can be so helpful. Yeah. So definitely, definitely look into that. I, uh, I have some contacts that are uh, a little more history focused that I'm, uh, that I'm trying to reach and, um, perhaps, perhaps they can, uh, they can assist us unfortunately as sorcery exclusive texts there are not many that dive deep before civilizations it's mostly starting with those those kinds of discussions um and, and there's not as much as i as i'd like on on pre-civilization if that makes sense that's 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 what I think needs to be explored more.
0: Yeah, it's hard to find sources like that, especially because before there was a written record. That's that that's hard. But I'll, I'll do uh, research. Yes, research. Absolutely,
1: I think just diving into to books, um, especially oh, looking at, at normie books, um, and looking at their their history that they have really dove in into would be excellent. Um, I'm probably going to start reaching out to these contacts I have, seeing if anybody knows, uh, knows any resources that could be used, um, or perhaps maybe our, our experts themselves. And I think that's where we should start.
0: Okay, yeah. I'm excited. I haven't uh, done a, a lot of research into early civilizations, but now I'm real excited to. Me as well.
1: So, should we head to the library? Oh my goodness, yes. Excellent. Then off we go. (gasps) So Ren, you head to the press office and Porter is waiting for you. Um, She gives you a smile. She says, hello, Ren.
0: Hello, Uh, Porter. Hello. Hi, Mm -hmm. I'm Ren. You know that. I'm here. Hello. All right.
1: Follow me. Uh, I'll show you to my office and we can get started. Um, So as she walks into the office, she kind of gives you... A lowdown of the different areas you know there's you know the herd the writing herd and then you know really stressed people in glass offices and then the main four offices Uh, when you approach uh the red light above your mother's door goes off and it is uh no longer shining and the door opens and you see your mother stride out compared to everyone else who's wearing very professional uh clothing very like business attire She's wearing jeans and a sweatshirt, and her hair is tied up, and she's wearing really dirty sneakers. And she looks kind of pissed. She, like, comes out of her office, and she looks at Porter and points at you, and she goes, Intern? Mine. I need that. And Porter just kind of, like, straightens up, and she's like, Yes, ma'am. Whatever you need. Um, you can have the intern. Okay. Does- should I- does that mean
0: coffee- should I coffee?
1: What's- Winona turns around, she just goes, follow me, and walks Ooh. back into her office.
0: <laughs> I just give, like, a look back to Porter of, like, a, is she always like that? <laughs> Porter
1: just gives you a look that's kind of like, like a little good cringe, luck. which She's just like, oh, good luck, good kid, luck buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> you follow your mother into the office, uh, which she strode into, and behind you, the door closes. You hear a click. And then a faint red glow uh, comes through the cracks and she turns around.
0: Immediately I say, I can go get that coffee for you. Hello. No, Um, no, 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 no. you're
1: good. It's fine. Sorry. I know that was kind of, that looked really mean. I just have to be mean. Yes. That's how you get people to respect you. Um, At least for me. I don't know.
0: (laughs) By making a a stern face, that's good. I'll write that Mm -hmm. down okay yes because fear
1: can equal respect it's not the only way Hmm. it's just what has worked for me and i just keep it up you know okay
0: fear equals respect (laughs) writing that down in my notebook (laughs) great off to to a great start winona's like this will this action will have consequences later above her head
1: (laughs) (laughs) ren will remember
0: this (laughs) okay so what do you need how can i help how can i intern what should i do What are we doing? How- What starts? (laughs) Coffee?
1: What- It's- I've got- We're good. We're good. I've cancelled my first hour of appointments this morning. I figured we could just chat, um, so you're not just, like, overwhelmed by me screaming at people on the phone, which is most of my job. And then... I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I just think for now we could just chat, um... Do you want to take a seat?
0: How? Okay, sure. About uh, some of the some of the things that you you need uh, f- from an intern. Is that? Um. Yeah. Uh.
1: Okay. So, I know Porter was having. Um, I think her name's Celeste. Was having her doing. Um you know some stuff maybe some writing I don't know um but I heard she did a great job
0: yes and she would love to continue doing the writing thing um I don't know if that was mentioned but she, she would love she, you know she's helping her mom <laughs> but she would love she's really good at, at writing so it would be really great um yes yeah if um, she could continue. I that. don't really control
1: the hurt that much uh that is that is more Porter's department but you know if Porter said she did a good job I'm sure she can continue. But, um, so for me, with my job, so a lot of what I do, I'm told a lot of things. (laughs) Uh, People tell me a lot of things. Um, I know lots of secrets um, about a lot of people and a lot of places and a lot of governments. And I have connections with every sorcery press outlet So and even a few normal ones, if I'm honest, Um, so when people come to me and they share things with me, it's because they're afraid that uh, what they told me will get out and they need me to control the release or not release of said information. For example, um, Henry Porter, Uh, when he worked here, uh, his cover was blown A lot as a sorcerer fed Um, so he would come to me beforehand he would let me know he would disclose things that have happened usually the day before my vacation ten minutes before I leave he'd show up at my door he'd tell me what happened and I would have to call literally everybody and threaten their lives and their families and make sure that that information doesn't get out you know Um, so a lot of what I do Is listening to some people and then to other people.
0: You tell them to stay silent
1: about things? Yeah, pretty much. Or I control the release of some things. Like, uh, there was this huge story about... um, You remember the pictures. The pictures that you brought me about uh, the minister. That story couldn't quite keep it fully quiet, so I had to control what was released um, by giving a statement and uh, doing my best to use the laws that we do have uh, to redact certain things.
0: Okay, gotcha. That sounds like a lot and very stressful, Mm. and I'm very impressed, but also worried how do you keep it all straight would you have like a do you, is it all in your brain do you not mm-hmm. take notes mm-hmm. well because if, if you took notes and someone could come into your office and like steal them and then that would be bad because secrets but also like how do you mm-hmm. remember everything um i i have a i have
1: a fairly good memory i also you know you know how like some people do you know like, they, they take certain vitamins because they lack in one area just to help them out. I kind of do that, but like a little more magical. And then I also have another method that I use that's like super helpful. Like a Memoria or something? Uh, I exactly like a Memoria. Uh,
0: do they teach you that in school? I mean, you know, from like extra curricular studies, I, I do a lot of read and okay
1: yeah so i i frequently <laughs> use a
0: memoria though there are some
1: that things sense. that just are a little too important to put anywhere so even though i keep my memoria information very 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 well hidden and secured there are some things that do just stay in my brain and for that i use other things that just help me out a little bit but um like a mind palace kind of and i also use some like like vitamin stuff that just helps my brain, you know? Um Drugs? So that's... I'm confused. Rocks? rocks? No. That's not what I said. Like, what did you say? It sounded like no. you said
0: rocks. I said drugs, but we oh. would not say that. <laughs> okay. We would not say that. Sorry. Let's take it back. I'm on take it back speed. Now, you know. uh... <laughs> Actually, I'm on Adderall. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> Sorry, go back. So... <laughs> I mean, does that so stressed? So.
2: <laughs> it's because we're on your mom being on Adderall.
1: Um, your mom has ADHD. We um, oh. <laughs> She can see colors.
0: <laughs> so can <laughs> most people. Never mind. Uh. Can't wait to get my mom to dish all of the secrets about the entirety of the sorcery world.
2: Uh, I'll tell you right now. Invading your parents' Memoria is super fun. Would
0: suggest. Fair. I also feel like my mom would just tell me at this point. Because she's like, oh my god, we're besties now. (laughs) Anyways.
1: I take vitamin- I take vitamin-like substances, only a little more magical, just to help out my brain.
0: So that does sound super weird, I have to be honest with you. Um, the way that you've said it, because it makes me just think that it's drugs, which is fine, because a lot of people oh. take prescription drugs to, like, take care of themselves and their no. brain chemicals and all of that. I, like, potions. Does it help with your mem- wait, 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 back up, back up, it helps with your memory. Um, yeah, kind of. That would be so helpful for classes in and school and, and stuff. Is that something that is safe to take at a younger age? Um. Or reasonable to acquire? Safe to
1: take is, uh. Listen, it's provided to me from a very
0: good friend who knows a lot about potions. Is it Drago Malloy? No. What? Oh, okay. I just know he's good at potions. Well. I've, I've heard. Yeah, from that's, kind of, that's his. Henry. Du- <laughs> Anyways, um.
1: No. <laughs> Not Drago, but uh, a friend who's very good at potions been experimenting and um, I offered to
0: test and it happened to help me out a lot so well that's wonderful I'm really really glad um sorry I know this sounds kind of odd but I you know my my friends and I we have kind of some projects and 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 we like to research about things cuz you know it's always nice to like know more things about the world and all of that um, mm-hmm. And, and one of the things that we have been kind of researching on and off is, is memory because it's so, you know, it's, it's so important, but it's also so fallible as, as a sorcerer. And there's like a memory charm, but there's no like memory reversal charm and like, you know, memories are interesting. And the fact that you have a memory that every time you remember a memory, you're remembering the memory not the actual thing that happened and then you remember like a memory of a memory and then like as it goes it's just it's it's um it's kind of interesting and um that w- it just reminded me of that so i i just thought i was kind of cool
1: yeah um that that stuff can definitely be very um interesting but maybe maybe don't discuss some of that stuff um, in the Sanctum. Uh,
0: there's some- oh, sure, there, no. There's some funny it, yeah.
1: stuff about, um, memories and everything. Some people just get, like, really nervous. And
0: <laughs> oh, what kind of people get nervous? Um. Because, I mean, you know, it, it kind of- it, It's kind of important to to me as as we we've, we've discussed memories and all that. Right, um.
1: Well, uh, there is, you know, a specific department that works, um, and, uh, there are legal uses of the obliterate spell, Mm -hmm. um, and it's, like, this department's whole job to, you know, do those when necessary and keep track of it and all that kind of stuff, and they get a little (laughs) squirrely when you talk about memories, um.
0: Forgive me because I don't have my notes. What's the name of the- what do we call them? The Untouchables, the Uncrustables. What's the name? That's the one. Uncrustables! <laughs> <laughs> you should have named them the Uncrustables. God damn it! Henceforth, okay, sorry, they sorry. are the Uncrustables. No. <laughs> um. Okay. Huh. Sorry. Going back. <sighs> back. Wren's <clears throat> trying to look so casual uh, as she says this. Um, she's like, "Oh, like a whole department? Is it like the the Unnobles or something? Because they like." unknow stuff, or something.
1: Winona's face, uh, kind of darkens a little bit, and she, like, gets kind of serious, and she's like, what do you know about the unknowables?
0: Nothing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Um, I, f- I wouldn't look into them. Uh, they're not Is really, that a bad uh, thing?
0: I mean, I just heard, like, you know, the word somewhere, I think. but.
1: Oh, um, it's um it's just one of those touchy subjects in the sanctum,
0: okay, touchy subject <laughs> um I'm sorry i I feel like i I went about this conversation really <laughs> weirdly i didn't I didn't mean to you know push anywhere I just i got excited being here and being able to like help you out, and I kind of get excited about things easily. Um, So if I said something, I'm sorry. No, um,
1: I'm just, you have to understand that when I say I know a lot, I mean I know a lot, more than even I should. Um, And I just, I care about you, and I worry about you, and I just want to make sure that you're okay and um and that was I'm sorry that was just a really um what did you mean uh when you said a weird way to to come about this conversation
0: uh I just mean you know first day jitters and and when we started talking about things and 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 you were telling me about your job and I I wanted to you know I I wanted to add to the conversation a bit and I think I got a little carried away as i do sometimes i you know i it's okay i just think you happen
1: across a subject that could be a little dangerous you know around the wrong people so we just want you to be careful
0: but not around you right
1: of course not trust me i i am a professional secret keeper you can tell me anything but i just i get a little paranoid Sometimes when people start talking about things and it's <laughs> kind of leans down another alley and it's hard. I- I'm sorry, I didn't mean to-, to freak you out or anything.
0: Oh no, no, I, and I, I don't want you to, to be misconstrued about, you know, I, sometimes I, I put my foot in my mouth, but about the important stuff, I keep secrets well. I- am not gonna go blabbing to any witch person about anything that we talk about or anything I've- I've said- I'm... It's not something I'm gonna just... say to some stranger. I promise you that. I know- I know I can trust you. It's okay, you still don't know me yet, and- and I- I want to earn your trust. I just don't want to put you in any danger. Right. Because that would make you nervous. Very much so. I mean, of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean,
1: honestly, I'm I'm nervous no matter what. I understand that. <laughs> you know, just when you've experienced things like I have, I'm always nervous, and I'm always worried about the people I care about.
0: Always. Right. I I I appreciate that. It's um, in a weird way, it's kind of nice to be worried about, but. Ren sits and thinks for a second. It, it takes a... It's too long of a pause.
1: Winona doesn't sit well in silence, so she does say after a moment... Mood. Um <laughs> She does say after a moment, you know, not to, not to brag or anything, but I, I am pretty good at magic. Um, it's why I don't have security following me everywhere I go. I mean I didn't want a life like that anyways, but I'm comfortable enough to feel safe and feel safe with those around me because I know that if something happens I can take care of them. I'm confident in that, actually.
0: Would you teach me some of that? I like um I like feeling confident when I when I can. Um and I think being able to protect the people I love would make me feel more so. You I know could just
1: probably teach you a trick or two.
0: You know, just in case, because students can get kind of wily duels and stuff.
1: Oh, I know. I um I went to school during a war. Right. <laughs> but um yeah, I could I could definitely teach you some things. Um, though I know you have some incredible professors at school too. I mean Professor Chang and Professor Porter.
0: They're so cool. <laughs> They're really cool yeah and it's it's nice to be able to i i know i can ask henry for anything and it's it's nice to be able to ha- have him on my side but it would also be nice to be able to keep people safe from my own perspective and not have to just in case you know a teacher's not nearby
1: i i understand um i definitely wish that um i'd been a little bit better at magic back when i was in school but i really got good at it After I graduated I mean, not that I wasn't good in school I just didn't care as much, I don't think
0: What made you start Karen?
1: Um, well honestly Um When you watch people die Right in front of you You wish that there was more you
0: could have done I grab her hand
1: Regret is a powerful magic Yeah but hey, um, that- that was a lifetime, two lifetimes ago. I feel like I'm in my fourth life now. But, um, I- I understand wanting to be ready for anything. And I think it's a good attitude to have. Especially... Yeah.
0: Ren answers too quickly. <laughs> she's let her guard down and she's like, Oh yeah, we both know a bunch of things. <laughs> Ooh.
1: Um, she kind of she kind of gives you a weird look, but she doesn't say anything.
0: Denial runs in the family. I love it. <laughs> Oof. Um thank you for um I thank you for listening and and for being being willing to maybe t- teach me a thing or two. It would be it would be a nice I mean it's always good to learn, but also it would be kind of a nice bonding experience. Um his magic's kind of cool. <laughs> oh man, Ren! Oh what are you thinking? What are you thinking are you going to do? Oh. Okay, sorry. <sighs> God damn it, Ren. Sorry, I'm just like I'm warring with logic brain and also like what's just happened brain, but also I'm gonna roll something really quick.
1: <laughs> so am I. What do you get?
0: I got a 17, but she's staying second.
1: She squeezes your hand back. And she kind of like shakes the conversation off of it and she <laughs> smiles and she goes, um <laughs> enough about the past. Right, sorry, sorry. It's no, it's okay. Um just another thing that I wanna this is another thing that I wanna protect you from. But I need to pull this before I say that. Up. She says, but um I have hope that the future will be better. Safer. That's-
0: I, I hope so, too. I, I really hope so. I'm glad we're on the same page about that. <laughs> Can I roll an insight check? Yeah. That is a 12. A 12?
1: Okay, I'm gonna roll for her.
0: Also, guys, I want to tell my mom so bad. But also, like, what if?
2: Which? What do you want to tell your mom about? The, the group? Everything.
0: I'm, I love her.
2: <laughs> I'm, I am not there. I can't influence your decision. No, I know, I know,
0: I know, I know. Ren said she'd think about it, but I'm thinking about it right now, and I'm like, do the thing, impulse, impulse. No, but I can't, because it's not... It's her first fucking day. You gotta work up to that shit.
2: I think that's, like, at least third day. We'll get to it. Although I just didn't even ask and told Myra, so fully is your call.
0: I want to tell my mom about all our secrets, but the way she reacted when I talked about memories makes me nervous. Oh, no. Yeah,
2: maybe... I
0: would. We should work up to it. <laughs> good talk. Rent's just so excited. It's like you know, new mom feels. Of course. Yeah, you know that new mom smell. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I want to trust her so bad. Cause she, she should be. She could be so helpful, and she knows so many secrets. But also, I know it's too good to be true because she knows so many secrets. And like, what if that means that she's. You know, um, do
1: you want to know what your mom smells like? Because I actually do know that.
0: Yeah, I guess. She smells good, like,
1: like a nice perfume, but at the same time, there's a very faint trace of nacho cheese.
0: Oh, yeah, that checks out.
1: She might have had nachos for
0: breakfast. <laughs> what, what was the point of this? <laughs> it's a very important information. It I- is! What a person has for breakfast is extremely telling. Mm-hmm. Nachos for Nachos breakfast. Nachos for breakfast. I don't know what that means, but it sure means I don't something. Where were we? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, right. Th- you did an insight check. Oh, fuck. Yeah, she did real bad. Oh. Um, she rolled a nat 1. <gasps> so what you, what you gather on your 12 versus a nat 1 is that even though she just kind of said yeah, she chose her word very carefully. Basically, what you gather is that she has the impression that the hope for the future is not really current. It's like a far future thing. She has she has the feeling something's happening, or she knows something's happening. She has some kind of knowledge that implies things are not restful and peaceful and safe currently.
0: Okay. Great. So, yeah, I think- if there is a moment of her like lightening the conversation or anything, I take it, but I do take that into account. I feel like she knows
1: things uh, so she goes behind her desk, sits down to kind of like smacks the desk, like, okay, um, okay, so the first job of the day, I need to call the daily Oracle and um, okay. basically get them to stop uh stop the current issue from being printed. Um, remove an article and, um, threaten them just to- just to change today's issue. Okay. You're gonna see an ugly
0: side of me. That's okay. Okay. It's a professional side. I appreciate that you can use a different side of you to get stuff done. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Celeste is one of my best friends and she learned from her mom, so I understand. You gotta do what you gotta do.
1: That makes sense. All right,
0: so shall we- Okay, I,
1: like, sit in a little chair and I'm, like, ready to take notes. I'm really excited. So, Celeste. Oh, lord. You head up to your mother's office, knowing exactly the way. And once you get into the sitting area, Carson looks up from his desk and, like, gives you kind of an interesting smile. He's like, good morning, Celeste.
2: Hello, Carson. So good to see you. What, you miss Wren?
1: So, from what my understanding, you're going to be working directly for your mother. I think it'd just be better for her to have an intern rather than me. I'm able to get all of my work done. Um, And as he's speaking, your mother comes out of her office, walks up to the desk, says, Carson, my weekly 2pm meeting, uh, make it daily, and I need you to take the note that it is a non-interruption, under any circumstance, kind of meeting. And, uh, absolutely, top priority, nobody gets in until the end of the meeting. Do you understand? Carson says, of course. Celeste? Hello, Mother. Lovely to see you. Uh, Celeste, um, I am glad you are joining me in the office for your internship. Of course. I'm ecstatic. Um, I am ready for you in my office, um, if you are ready to begin. Of course. Um, what's on the agenda for today? Follow me right this way. And she kind of, like, gestures for you to enter her office and, like, closes the door behind you. And she, like, skirts around her desk and, like, sits down um, and, you know, kind of implies that you are more than welcome to sit down in front of her. All right. So. I have been giving a lot of thought to you... And your discussion that we've had previously about your career. Do you still wish to go down that path?
2: Well, yes. Yes, very much so. More so
1: now. Okay. I need you to understand something. It is an exceedingly dangerous career. It may seem fun, but the things that you will see and you will have to do are... There's no other career like it. It's hard work. And it's important work. But it will immediately put you into a lot of danger. And it will put you in a position that only you will be able to get yourself out of. I just want to make sure that you fully understand the position that you would be putting yourself in. Mother,
2: I've thought a lot about this, oh. All I want is to know that I'm doing good, and this is the best I can do. And I promise, I'll I'll take it seriously. Nothing is going to skew my focus, and I won't let anything happen.
1: Alright, so I've done some research of my own, and I have found, or I knew about, a recruitment program that works with young sorcerers to prepare them and potentially recruit them into their program. I think it is a worthy cause, and I think it would be a good program for you to enroll in. But, before you do, if you really want it, I want to make sure that you're ready. And I would like to coach you on your magic.
3: Uh, uh, Um, uh, okay.
2: I've been working really hard on on everything but, but but yeah yeah
3: yes yes
1: i know your father is an excellent teacher he helped me with my transfiguration magic when we were in school it was the only subject that i wasn't the best in in our class until he helped me and then i became better than him um but every other subject i succeeded at very much so while you have him for transfiguration, I feel like if I were to help you with other areas, that perhaps you could be a well-rounded sorcerer. Um,
2: I'd be excited to spend the time with you, Mother. Oh, I got a roll. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she had been somewhat avoiding your eye contact at this point, but um, after you say that, she she looks at you with a unique expression on her face. Insight. Go for it.
2: It's Fifteen.
1: Okay. It's a look mixed of many emotions, some being confusion, um, a little sentimental, a bit of disbelief, a little bit of sadness, and just the tiniest amount of longing.
2: Mother, is, is everything alright? All you just, you, you, you seem a little, I don't know, um, perplexed?
1: Of course, everything is fine. Long meeting this morning.
2: Oh, of, of, of course, um that makes sense. Of course, uh, you know I love you, mother. I, I, are we okay?
1: Um, it's been a rough day. <laughs> <laughs> I just got <caught> my grades.
2: <laughs> oh yes, I understand. Grades yeah, just came yeah. out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we need a shirt that says "Been a rough day" and on the back, "Just got our grades." I- I've
2: been thinking this whole time that that's amazing merch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Awful.
2: Um, <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon so we can make merch.
0: Please, please.
1: Your mom, uh, your mom looks away again, um, and and she nods and she goes, of course. Um, well, I suppose we should get started. Um,
2: first, can I ask just one more question? Um, uh, yes. This organization that you seem th- that you want to recommend me for. Can you tell me about it or
1: it is independent from the Sanctum? I I cannot be sure exactly what they are investigating or what their work necessarily entails. However, from what I know, what I shouldn't know is that I believe their intentions are benevolent. How do you know that? Mm.
2: I've- can I combat something? Can I the roll? Can I do the roll?
1: Yeah, you can combat roll that if you want. It's just a flat d20.
2: Damn it. It's <laughs> a seven.
1: I, believe it or not, have kept friends. And they have been generous with their information. I have asked questions myself. And sometimes there's no way for me to get the answers. So I need someone else to get them for me.
2: Okay. Uh, I won't ask any further. Thank you for telling me that. And Celeste has a panic attack inside.
1: I'll be honest. Not everything I've done is legal. But everything I've done has been for good.
2: Well, I mean, laws are threats made by the dominant socioeconomic ethnic group in a given nation.
1: Who's teaching your history of magic class? Uh,
2: no, I did... Ho- I, I, no, that, I mean, um... That
0: would be Professor uh, Brennan Lee Mulligan. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, Honestly,
1: Myra's mom looks like Brennan Lee Mulligan in a female form, <gasps> pretty much.
2: Beautiful. Sip. I'm now... <laughs> Myra's uh, mom
0: has got it going on. <laughs> we should invite her to Dungeons and Dragons club. Oh um, yes! <gasps> Not Myra, but her mom. I know we chose. I think. I think we chose Myra last time, but we're doing Myra's mom.
1: Oh my god!
2: <laughs> um, uh, Myra sorry, like I, I
1: everyone was... else in this goddamn po- podcast has very hot parents. I <laughs> I have a problem. yeah
2: i don't expect any otherwise unless you specifically say someone's nasty looking i will always assume they're hot um, correct
1: thank you for knowing me
2: but uh we can keep that in but it's not what celeste says uh celeste will say well i mean not to be that person but mother you're you're a politician i've been to your parties i'm not that surprised
1: and yet people would be It's hard to convince people that what you do is in their best interest when someone else has told you that it's not. Of course.
2: Well, I still trust you, Mother. I do.
1: I appreciate that.
2: Now, on to today's work.
1: So what have you learned in Defense Against Evil Magic?
2: Oh my goodness. Let me tell you everything Miss Cheng has taught me. Except, and I say Miss Chang, because I'm not telling her about my last Defense Against Evil Magic class, but I will tell her I don't want to have to- do I have to list off all the spells, or can I just say she goes into it? (laughs) No. Awesome. She just goes into it. (laughs) All right, cool. Celeste goes into um, all the spells Miss Chang has been teaching her, um, kind kind of excitedly. She likes talking about Defense Against Evil Magic.
1: Well then, let's begin. Imogen. So you are taken uh, by Doctor Rowan to the library, a absolutely gorgeous, glorious library. Have you been here before?
0: Have I? I hope you have. I should hope. I. I, I mean. I mean, l- l- lay it on me. I mean, if I've had the opportunity, I've I've been there.
1: But I don't we not We have not repeated. Yeah, then I don't. I don't think you knew it existed.
0: I didn't know it existed.
1: It's See, so See, the thing is, many people don't. Oh. So, as we've discussed, the sanctum has a very specific aesthetic. Um, it's very clean, smooth, polished, white, bright, modern, and the library is no exception. Um, it is very white and very glowing. Um, but when you enter, um, the library is at least five stories high oh! on one wall it's uh, just bookshelves and they just go from floor to ceiling um, and then you see at one end of the room there's a spiral staircase up and it's it's kind of a grand spiral staircase um, made of, of a very clean white marble uh, and, and there are stories um, up up the library and each story has its own like wraparound along the wall, uh, bookshelves. And, uh, further stairs getting up. As- as it gets further and further up, the stairs get narrower, a little steeper, less, uh, less- Public friendly if that makes sense kind of implying that the books towards the top are not ones that are accessed frequently So there are some tables in here and there is a reception desk with a receptionist behind it But it's not the kind of library that people just go grab books sit start reading It's very very empty and very very clean not dusty at all so it's kept up kept very very well but people do not really go to it often especially those upper levels so upon entering uh, Dr. Rowan smiles at the receptionist and kind of Walks on over to them. Uh, The receptionist is intriguing to say the least. Um, She is wearing uh, an all white outfit. It is a a skirt that, like, hits her waist and, like, flows downwards to, if you were to lean over the desk, to just below her calves. Um, And it's very tight, tidy pleats. Um, And then tucked in, she is wearing a like white camisole, um, conservative camisole, not like a, a lower cut one, um, and then a white cardigan over it with one single button at the top that is buttoned, and the sleeves kind of land. Um, it's like a three-quarter sleeve right in the middle of her forearms. Um, her hair is a very, very light pale blonde. It's tied back in a perky ponytail, um, but there are no frills, no hair coming down. Um, it's just very smooth and, and not a lot of volume, but at the same time, it's just like your standard ponytail and it kind of hits right just below the, the nape of her neck. She's not really wearing any makeup, but she has uh, pale light blue eyes. Um, she has a very like straight nose. Like if you were to create, a, if you were to say to AI, what does the perfect person look like? according to conventional beauty standards it's this person Um, but at the same time she is not remarkable looking just kind of that standard girl and she stands there with a pleasant look on her face um, and she looks between you and dr rowan and she says hello dr rowan how can i be of assistance today and dr rowan says hello kate We are, uh, we are working on, um, a project. Um, we are looking into, uh, history. Uh, history of the world. Do you have any books, perhaps, uh, that are about history before civilization? Um, she stares ahead between you and Dr. Rowan, uh, not looking at either of you. Um, her face completely blank. And then it's almost like she's dissociating and then she like snaps back to it looks back at Dr. Rohn she goes, yes we have approximately 327 books you can find it in the history section right before the letter A of history of the world civilizations um, Dr. Rohn says, I know exactly where that is thank you very much, we will just find our way she looks down at you Imogen and she goes, oh and who might you be?
0: Hi I'm Imogen, I am... I am Dr. Rowan's intern. Hello. Are you a robot?
1: <laughs> no. Imogen, it's pleasant to meet you. Do you have a last name? Sigrunstatter. Imogen Sigrunstatter.
0: Got it. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. Good luck with your research. Thank you. Okay. Rowan, was that a robot?
1: Uh, Dr. Rowan uh, looks at you kind of uh, amused and says... Uh, not quite a robot, just, um, a-, a person with, uh, such an immense amount of knowledge that it's hard to have anything else in there, you know what I mean?
0: Mm uh-huh. hmm. Does she have family who knows she's here? Is she safe?
1: <laughs> she's very safe. Uh, she enjoys the library. Um, to be honest, I, I don't know that much about her. I usually. And just sent in here to um, grab the things that I need and, and head back to my office.
0: Huh. Cool. So let's let's uh, do, do re- research books. Yes, library.
1: Absolutely. So Dr. Rowan leads you to the second floor of the library um, and, and kind of uh, around the the room until it stops. Now there are no corners in this room. It is like. Big cylinder of a room, but leads you to, to like one of the specific curves um, and says, All right, so I know history of the world starts here, and um, here's where the civilizations start. So it looks like the 327 books about pre civilization is here. So let's go ahead, scan some of these titles, and see if any might be relevant. Dr. Rowan uh, is doing their best to like look. At the, uh, at the shelves at, at the top of this section to kind of better get a better look because they're taller than you. Um, and they say, uh, Imogen, would you mind starting at the back and moving your way forward and we'll meet in the middle? Gladly. Perfect. Um, so you're looking for uh, specifically books that perhaps reference culture, um, medicine, science, um, as these were kinds of uh, the subjects mentioned earlier in regards to what magic uh, kind of, what categories it fell into back in the day. I'll say out of 327 books, roughly 59 of them seem like they might be relevant. So, uh, Dr. Rowan and you kind of like mash up in the middle. Dr. Rowan says, okay, I think I counted roughly... 21 books that might be useful from here to the top. Did you see anything?
0: There uh, are 59 seemed relevant from my my search. Okay.
1: Let's stick with the ones that seem the most relevant for now, and uh, we can come back and broaden our research later on if we're not finding anything that could kind of guide us. Okay. Um, there is a ladder, a sliding ladder that connects to the top, and um, and it's on the other side uh, of the library, Professor Rowan uh, sticks out their hand, and the ladder comes sliding along the library, and then meets right in their palm, they catch it. Um, and they're like, I'll grab a few from the top, you grab a few from the bottom, Incredible. And it'll be perfect. This is so cool. So do me a favor, roll me a d4.
0: That's a one.
1: Okay. So, uh, looking at the 59 books, uh, Dr. Rowan asked for you to to narrow down to ones you think might be most relevant, and you find one that has magic in the title. It is Nomadic, Pre-Civilization Groups, Colon, Science, Religion, and Magic got it dr rowan works their way down the ladder uh with three books uh in their their arms kind of chunky but they're able to make their way down without falling um they kind of lightly push on the ladder and the ladder swings back around to the beginning of the tracks um and they say all right let's check these out with kate and then we should be good to go okay i'm excited to read this me as well they uh they lead you down the stairs uh, back down to the reception area uh and they set the three books onto the counter and they say all right kate we have four books we're going to be checking out um kate looks down at the books and then kind of tilts her head and looks at the spines and then she looks back up at the top of the books then back up to you two and she goes okay imogen dr rowan you're good to go thank you very much thank you kate have a pleasant day. You too. And don't forget
0: to bring back your books when you're done with them. Of course. Bye. But bye. Can I do some kind of insight check? Yeah, sure. Something Like, just is is Kate, is she okay? <laughs> a vibe check on, I, I mean, i Yeah, do a vibe check on Kate. <laughs> okay, well, that's a seven on the die. If we're doing insight, then that's a twelve. Twelve. Okay, let me roll
1: something. <laughs> Kate has absolutely no sense of like walls or guard up. Kate, Kate is like fully open, relaxed. She is, she is there. She is surrounded by books, and she's happy about that. Um, she likes her environment, as uh, she's comfortable. Um, and she's. She's just chilling. She's doing her job.
0: Okay, um, cool. Interesting. I'm just gonna file that information away into my brain parts, um, and get back to the research. Yeah, overall, summary,
1: uh, it seems that she finds the environment she's in very pleasant. I mean, who wouldn't?
0: It's a library. Exactly right. It's the happiest Who place have on a yeah.
1: Big, beautiful library. Yeah. So, uh, Dr. Rowan uh, takes you back to their office uh, and and sets down the books on the desk and goes, "All right. So, when researching, what is your typical method when looking through books?"
0: Well, I read them with my eyes and my brain. Um, I write down anything that. Seems to be interesting, and I, uh, I, I re- sometimes there will be pictures. I, I do that. I mean, I, I feel like there's an answer, and I'm not getting it.
1: No. Okay. Here's the thing about research. Well, oh, please tell me. When you're doing research, you need to do it in the way that best suits you. So, some people I know, they Read the whole book, even if that means rereading certain paragraphs to comprehend every word, every sentence, every idea being communicated within that book. Some people uh, they like to skim; they like to get through it quickly, look for those key words that they have in their mind, and as soon as they see it, they stop. They go in depth, go back if they need to, um, and 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 do that. And then others. Well, you know what, I only know people with two different kinds of research methods, personally. Um, But I find whatever way gets you the most satisfaction out of your research, be it you understanding every idea being communicated perfectly, or you finding the specific information needed that you're looking for. I think it depends on the subject as well. Sometimes you really need to understand an idea. Sometimes you just need a specific information about one topic. So whatever you believe will best serve you is what you should do.
0: I like to get as much information about a thing as I possibly can. So I'm inclined to just read the whole thing, but... Sometimes if there's a time crunch or something, you have to, you have to try to find specifically one bit of information. You might, I I might have to start by looking at the table of contents to see which sections are of the most relevance, and read those. I mean I'd love to, I'd, I'd like to read the whole book. It seems really interesting. And I guess, I mean, we're studying something kind of broad, so pretty much anything can be relevant. I'm just trying to make excuses for myself to read the whole book, but may- maybe I'll start by looking at the more pertinent sections. Fantastic.
1: Um, you know, sometimes when I'm trying to look for a specific topic in a book, um, I love the index. Look for my keywords in the index first. Um, sometimes if I'm trying to narrow down the resource that I'm using... Um, I'll find that subject in the book, look for footnotes, references, and then find where those references come from, and go directly to those sources, and um, and work from there. I can find that can be very useful. Some people don't use those, uh, those tools put into the books, but I think they're there for a reason. So, I think we should begin just by looking through these books now. Um, I don't think we'll finish by the end of the day, as these are... Quite heavy and weighty. But perhaps you'd be able to take this home, and and if you have spare time at Hogweed, you can look through it yourself. I would love to. Okay, remarkable. And again, definitely put your own studies first. Alright, oh, when I was a young researcher, um, I often had very strict deadlines, um, limited funding. You know, I, I had to prove that I was onto something, otherwise the project would get scrapped. I fully um, but now. <laughs> now that i'm a head researcher i have all the time in the world and all the money in the world uh so we can take as much time as we like
0: wow what a concept i'm real excited
1: i'm not gonna lie to you imogen it feels fantastic to be a researcher with this much power
0: (laughs) power is knowledge and knowledge is power so i have heard it is indeed power to pursue knowledge knowledge to have the power to pursue more knowledge wow
1: it is quite fun um, and I do enjoy getting to research so um I, I do believe we should get reading and see how much we can get done today and then see how much we can get done over the week and then come back together at the end
0: it's gonna be great okay
1: <laughs> so you go ahead and you get reading
0: books Run.
1: In your mother's office, you are sitting to the side while you watch her communicate with somebody. Like she said, it isn't pretty. As a matter of fact, she's looking into this compact mirror and very angrily yelling, Rebecca, how many times have I told you? If you do not stop the publication of the Daily Oracle, when I tell you to, I will have your children arrested. For what? i don't know but i can do you doubt me do you want to see sorcerer feds come into your home and put your tiny children in handcuffs and arrest them because i can make it happen i can make anything happen do you doubt me rebecca and you hear like a stammering no like on the other side of the compact and she's like all right so in order to Not break some of the privacy laws set into place by the Sanctum in order to protect all of sorcerer kind, and also normies alike. Are you going to stop the publication? Or am I going to arrest your four-year-old? And Rebecca says, I'll call the distributor, and I'll have them stop it now, and I'll remove the article. She says, Rebecca, I knew you could do it. Next time! Don't give me so much grief. I do know where they keep little baby handcuffs. I know they have. Rebecca says, "Yes, ma'am. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give them a call right away." And your mother says, "Okay, thanks. Bye." And hangs up the <laughs> mirror compact. Um, she clears her throat and she turns to Ren. She goes, "I'm sorry you had to see that."
0: I'm. Ren is speechless <laughs> for a second. it's like, I'm. I'm so impressed. But I'm also like very apprehensive. But I'm also like so impressed. How was that? How did you come up with threats like that? Did you did you make a list? Because I'm all about making lists for like for for words and phrases now. That's a thing that we do today, as of today. Well, we decided doing that. One of the things
1: that I do is I know the weaknesses of my contacts. I would never tell a child that I would arrest them, not when that young, anyways. No matter how much of a brat they can be, but I do Hmm. know that Rebecca does like her children and is afraid of jail. Okay.
0: So I just I'm I'm thinking that's okay. So that's like a is is that like a general threat that is used often? Because I feel like that's probably the case for a lot of people that they like their children
1: and they hate jail. Both of those things are not as common as you would think. Hmm. Okay. So, um, each person, you know, it depends on the day. It depends on how badly they piss me off. Like when I just called, uh, called Rebecca just now, told her stop distribution. And then she got on my case about me telling her to do it again. And then she's saying that she's not going to do it. So I told her I'd put her children in jail.
0: Right. I did hear that part. Okay.
1: Right. Sometimes, I don't need to do that. Sometimes they listen to me or they remember the past threats or I just remind them that what they're doing is against the law because these people don't actually know the publicity laws, so whether or not it's against the law it doesn't matter. I tell them it's against the law and they just fix it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wow. I also have a certain amount of money to work with for bribes. I also, um, it's not just about threats, sometimes it's about, you know, you scratch someone's back and they scratch yours, kind of a deal. Um, it's about partnerships, good relationships, there's a lot that goes into it. Today it just happened to, um, I just, I just happened to say those things
0: to that mother. Okay, um, Ren is like, it's taking a second for her because she's taking copious notes um (laughs) because yeah she knows baby in jail baby in jail underlined (laughs) baby handcuffs baby handcuffs but mostly about that phrase as well of what she just said about everyone has their their thing and like all all of those like important phrases writing that down um and then when she's done she says i am so excited for you to meet my best friend celeste because i feel like you guys would get on so well because she's really good at the talking thing, and you know that's why she usually does the talking stuff. Because I'm I'm less I'm less of a talker, um, but I am interested in learning how to use um, uh, in, in, intimidation tactics. I think is what this would be called probably, um, or threats I guess. Um, but very exciting. These are very cool um, and intense. Very cool. Mm-hmm. It's important to know
1: everyone can be bought everyone has a price. What's yours? Well, I used to think I
0: didn't have one. Um but I guess now it's you. <gasps> I was about to say is it me? Uh, Sorry. Uh, that sounds I feel like okay, wait. Are we allowed to be excited about this because you seem like really good at it. Um and you seemed excited to tell me about things, but is it weird for me to be excited about exploiting weaknesses? I mean, I was at your age. I think it's a serpentine thing. Okay, I'm new to that part. I'm new to that part. Again, that's usually my best friend doing it. I'm not really a good serpentine, but that's okay. I don't know, you seem very serpentine to me. Well, I mean, as far as like, um, similar tactics such as these, to the extent that I've used them is mostly with my, um, with my adopted parents. Um, if there was something that I needed to make happen. Um, I think that's just kind of like being a teenager I don't think that's like a skill necessarily
1: I mean I would use it all the time when I was your age and I think it just really depends I think it depends on the parent um, you know mine mine hardly ever gave in until I got really good at it and then they would have to but well I mean when when you were a baby I could I could never say no but um, well, later on, then it became a, a point where I, I didn't have any weaknesses anymore.
0: I- this is actually a, a good point and something I kind of wanted to talk to you about. And I know you didn't mean it in a bad way, necessarily. I think you just meant it in, like, a practical way. But does that mean we should kind of- we should- we should keep our, um, relationship under wraps to an extent, right? So it- so weaknesses can't be exploited- back. Because if you're dealing with people that you have to exploit their weaknesses then they could try to do it back. And I don't want anyone to think that you have any weaknesses if that's going oh, to mess, mess up your
1: life your, You don't have stuff. to worry about anything like that. Um, I have blackmail on literally everybody I work with. So oh. no matter what, that's always in my back pocket.
0: That's very impressive. That's super impressive. Was it- is it just like over time or was it like a prerequisite when someone came to work in the in, in the, the press office that they had to give you a piece of blackmail so you would have power over them, because that, that would make sense. That's a, it's a bit devious, but like I, I feel like it would be helpful.
1: No, it's very easy to get blackmail on people, <laughs> especially oh, okay. when you can be a little charming. Because then people just tell oh. you things, or it's easy mm. to figure it out if you need it. But uh, usually, I already have it before I
0: need it. See, I I kind of go like the opposite way, but I still sometimes get things in in that aspect because I I kind of just am like super honest to the point that it like throws them off kilter, and then sometimes they just tell me stuff, and it's kind of. I'm wondering if this is connected, but it's not, like, intentional.
1: It sounds like an excellent skill to me.
0: Cool. I have a skill. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so how do you practice this, um, this skill? Oh, man, I really wish, I I really wish Celeste was here. Do you think that at some point you could maybe, um, you could tell her some of these things, too? I know I keep mentioning, she's, she's my best friend. Um, she's really cool. (laughs) She was working here. I think you met her maybe once or twice a couple times, um, yeah, I think she could learn a lot from you, too. Um. um possibly. Um, the, the best way to, to hone in
1: on the skills is to practice, to use it. Um, why don't you I've try this, um, this disarming thing? Try it on me.
0: Oh, I mean, I, I already
1: have before. Right, but you said that wasn't intentional. Oh, but you mean to
0: do it intentionally, so I can get- Yes, try it intentionally now. In- But- but if you know that I'm going to do it, then it's not going to be—it's not going to work the same. I feel like because you, if you you have to be off kilter if you're not like, expecting it, it comes out of left field. You know, like I don't know how would be. Hmm. I'm not quite sure how to do this because it, it's not—it's not quite the same as like coming up to you and like saying, "Oh, did you know that you're in love with your best friend or something like that?" What was her name again?
1: God, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think it's in my notes.
0: You don't even know the name of your best friend, that's weird. Shut
1: your mouth. (laughs) She chuckles and she goes, I'm not in love with my best friend. Thank you for that, though. Well, she just seems really nice. I think you, uh, you two would very much get along. Will I ever get to meet her? I would like to introduce you to her. I, I would like to introduce you to my... our family. If you'd like, one day, of course, I mean.
0: Oh, right. I forgot about that part. <laughs> yeah, okay. That would, yeah. That would be cool. Um. We, I mean, I'm just saying, you can't just like go out and say, oh, here, say something disarming. That's not how that works. You have to be taken off guard too. I think that's the thing. So maybe it's not a skill. Maybe it's just an accidental like word vomit that happens when you just start talking. And then like you say something that like strikes somebody else's like brain thing. See- i think it definitely could be a skill that is practiced and i definitely
1: okay. think it could just easily be done like like for example how um you know you you need information uh, perhaps on someone to make it work maybe but you could get to the point where just a little bit of conversation you can use something like um like how i can tell that you're absolutely in love with your best friend based on how you speak about her all the time like you do
3: does your girlfriend you can- know that by the way
0: I have to put the bathroom. <laughs> Ren runs out the door. <laughs> what the fuck, Mom? <laughs> you wanted her
1: to teach you stuff? That's not teaching! That's bullying! <laughs> How do
0: you think We're it feels, to- Holland? To- what the fuck you asked me to? You asked me to! <laughs> yeah, so Ren runs out of the room. She goes to the bathrooms. In the press office or wherever there are bathrooms on this floor. How long is she in the bathroom for? A solid 12 minutes.
1: And then she goes back to see her
0: mom? No, she goes to get coffee. Okay. And then? Goes to check on Imogen. (laughs) Imogen's reading. (laughs) Does Imogen do that? (laughs) Does she just do a little peace sign? (laughs) Imogen does not look up. Um, If she's reading, she is fully invested in uh, pre-civilization nomadic cultures and their ties to magic. And if I lose that focus, I might start thinking about other things that are very concerning. Recognized. Uh, Ren moves on. Um, steers clear of the head of the Sanctum's office. Goes to visit everybody else. (laughs) Every single one of her friends that's working. Maybe not Myra, (laughs) actually. Um, and it's possibly an hour later. When she like slinks back into the office.
1: Uh, so when you come back in, your mom is having a conversation with someone on the compact. Um, but it seems to be going better than the last one. Um, she's she's speaking with someone, and you can hear her go, "I, you know, really appreciate you doing this for me. I mean, it means a lot after everything we've been through together in this business, and I just think that." We have a great partnership, don't you? And you hear another voice uh, on the other end of the line going, Oh, of course, darling. I just think that you and I make quite a pair. And I think that um, maybe in the future we can come to some easier understandings. Your mom kind of smirks at this and she she gives a, a gritty smile and says, You know, we'll see. We'll see what the future holds. Um, now, uh, Mosquito dear, I must uh, I must be off, but thank you so much for having this conversation with me. Um, and she says, anytime. Always a pleasure to hear from you. Um, and, and your mother closes the compact and just rolls her eyes, goes ugh, and throws it onto the couch. She says, I hate that woman. She's an absolute just monster. Anyways, Welcome back. I got you coffee. Oh, that's kind of you. Um, first things first, are you okay? Oh, me? Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm fine. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Look, Ren, I was just trying to demonstrate that skill that you were talking about, how it can be
0: practiced. Right, but it doesn't work if it's, like, not true, you know? You left for an hour. I was busy getting I coffee mean, and your bathroom. I mean I was just guessing.
1: But you know what, if if you were just if you just left for an hour because you're busy and getting coffee, that's totally fine. We don't have to talk about it at all. But my point being it is something that you can practice and wield and it can be very useful. You just have to be careful.
0: On who you use it on? Or, uh, how you cross them? On when you use it.
1: I guess who you use it on. But mostly... mostly revealing information that you have at the same time. You can't let anyone in when using tactics like that.
0: I don't think I like this lesson.
1: Me neither. Um... So I was just speaking with uh, none other than um, (laughs) Margarita Mosquito herself, the absolute most horrid person that I work with. She is a monster, but I did just stop an article in her newspaper, so she decided to call me. And I explained the necessity of her removing said article, and it seems like we're on the same page again, so that's lovely. Now there is a chance that I'll owe her in the future, but we'll see what I can do to make sure that doesn't happen.
0: That's good. I think I'm going to go for the day. That's okay, right? Sure, Ren. Great. I think Ren stands up to leave, and then she turns back around and she says, You know, actually, I think, uh, this lesson was interesting, um, I think you were correct in saying that I am a weakness to you. Because you were just on the phone with two separate people, absolutely getting your way, fighting tooth and nail for it, and I just say for just a moment that I want to leave, and... What's in that lesson there?
1: Ren. There is so much that you don't know about me.
0: And there's a lot you don't know about me, either. Fair enough. Please don't say anything about Celeste again. Okay. Okay, so... Why were you on the phone? With her? Mosquito? (laughs) I pulled her publication for the day. Good. She's a bitch. That
1: she is. But honestly, it wasn't my fault that... Little Rebecca wasn't able to edit the paper in time to get it back out so they can't release a paper for the day I mean she had a whole hour you'd think she'd be smart enough to do something but
0: here we are yet again I think it takes a bit but I think they slowly get back into a more comfortable conversation but definitely with that like underlying tension there like mother like daughter you want power plays we'll give you power plays. <laughs> Speaking of, Celeste. Uh,
2: <laughs> Why do I feel like that was my fault? Like, shit.
0: <laughs> no, no, you did nothing. Um, I'm I'm scared of Ren right now.
2: <laughs> I am too, damn.
0: So I'm
1: going to ask you to do a couple rolls for me. So roll me, and I want you to put it in the chat, three sets of a d4 and a d10 in that order. And then a, per- a perception check. And then an insight check.
2: Do I know what I'm going for?
1: Uh, no, you have no clue what you're going for. This is defense against evil magic rolls, which always change.
2: Perception was just a 10, but the insight was a 21.
1: So, you rolled a 2 and a 5, a 1 and a 2, a 4 and a 7 for the defense against evil magic rolls. And then for... Perception, it was 10. Insight, it was 21. So essentially what your mother told you um, once you began working, um, she said, all right. T- she stands and she uh, leans on uh, on the back of her desk, kind of like your father does when he's teaching, and she instructs you to go to the other side of the room. She says, okay, go ahead, and I want you to try to stun me. Don't worry about me. Just give it your all.
2: Uh-oh. Okay, mother, um, just make sure you're-, you're I don't want to hurt you. Um, on the inside, Celeste is like, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this day.
1: So what basically happens is an encounter that looks like this. You standing across from your mother. She is- she's dressed in her usual affair of a skirt with, like, a jacket and a blouse. Blasph- she's taken her jacket off, so it's just a skirt and blouse blasph- and her heels- Um, and her hair is pulled back into a low bun. Um, and she- she stands- she's wandless. Um, and she stands leaning- leaning against, uh, the desk behind her with her hands kind of, like, on the surface of the desk. Uh, so you go ahead and you shoot a stunning spell towards her. It's not your strongest spell. But it, it seems to uh, it, it seems to be aimed towards her correctly. Um, it bounces off something invisible in front of her. And as soon as it does, you you don't notice until afterwards, but her hand kind of like dusts forward very lightly. And she and it seems like she intentionally misses you with a spell. Um, but something within you hits an instinct, and without even thinking about it, you send a spell back, and that spell full on goes straight towards your mother, and you can feel that it was very strong. Um, but again, right, uh, right as it would hit her chest, it's the the spark seems to bounce off, and uh, with your insight, basically, you didn't see your mom throwing a spell at you. But uh, what you do notice is that every time one of your spells hits this uh, invisible shield, not quite a protective, something different, she has an interesting uh, facial expression shift. Like she's gathering information based on how the spell hits this invisible shield. Almost like she could feel it hitting the shield. After a moment, uh, she holds her hand up in in like a gesture of like, pause, don't, don't send something my way. Um, and she nods and she goes, you definitely have some power behind you. Uh, thank you. Um, what
3: was that?
1: Well, it is, it's an inherited gift. They are exceedingly rare and they tend to only be passed down through bloodlines that once were considered true. So, it's not a thing of honor, I suppose one would say, but it is something I find very useful. It's almost like having a second skin. I can feel off of this shield, and it is... A very good protector, stronger than most. And I'm very lucky to have it, especially in my position. But I find using it as a tool, less for protection, but more for gaining information, it is exceedingly helpful. Does anyone know that you have this gift, Mother? No. Well, your father. I was about
2: to ask. That makes sense.
1: Your father knows everything. Well, I don't know about everything, but a lot. Other than him, no, because while it seems purely defensive and helpful, should others know about it, they could find its weaknesses, and it no longer becomes a strength but a hindrance.
2: Absolutely. Wait, does that- sh- should I be able to do this? I- I don't know if I've gotten any special powers. I I mean, I'm rather good at Latin, and I can sing, but I, I don't- Never had a force field, you know?
1: It's... I'll say it's unlikely, as usually they skip some generations. It's not out of the realm of possibilities. The likelihood of it being the same as mine is very small. But if you do have some kind of inherited gift, you'll find it when you need it.
3: Okay.
2: Okay. Although I want you to know, now I'm always going to be thinking about this. Like, is this the moment I need my inherited gift?
1: Well, who knows? Anything is possible.
2: Thank you for what you said on my spell. I've been working very hard on it.
1: It shows. And I look forward to working with you. I do too.
2: You know, I, I love working in the publicity department, but... I'm really excited to get to know you a little bit more, Mother, in this way.
1: I think you'll be a good asset. I'll try to be. Um, and at that moment, there's a knock on the door. We're
2: having a moment. It's better not to be that one maid who always walks in on our our, our moments. What's her name?
1: Carson pokes when his head is- in, uh, and he says, "Your uh, your two o'clock appointment is here." Um, and she says, uh, "Right, of course, um, Celeste. If you don't mind, uh, I'm sure." You could you could take lunch um, or assist Carson.
2: What's the point in this? this is- uh,
1: just one. Um, it's just one that I um,
2: have frequently.
1: But you are you are free to go for now, um, and I should be done at three p.m. Okay, of course.
2: Um, uh, I have an, I have a question. Yeah. Can I leave my self writing journal?
1: Yeah, you can leave it, and I can do some rolls and see what happens.
2: Okay. Uh, Celeste would like to leave it on in her bag, and leave her bag in there.
1: Okay. And you leave? Yeah. So, uh, you exit the office, uh, to see that in the waiting room is the one and only Briggs O'Connor, awaiting to- to enter Claire's office, uh, for this now daily two o'clock non-interruptible appointment. Hello, Mr. O'Connor. So lovely to see you. Uh, and- and you as well. Uh, no, excuse me, I'm just gonna- of course, uh, and he he slides around you and, and heads on in, and the door closes shut behind him.
2: I wish there was something I could do. Did he leave anything in the in the room? Did he he just took everything in? Yep. Uh, I'm gonna talk to Carson.
1: Okay, yeah, he's oh. uh, he's just chilling by the desk. Uh, Carson,
2: so I I think I know you know about what who Briggs O'Connor
1: is, right? Uh... He came weekly for a while, now he's coming daily, 2 p.m. every day, non-interruptible. That's uh, pretty much all I know about him.
2: There's nothing else, like a phone number or anything. Come on, you had to have been curious at some point.
1: I've learned my lesson before. Oh, about crossing a
2: Carver Chapman? Maybe you should- that's a good lesson to learn. That's a very good lesson.
1: I. all of the information that I have is what I told him. Can I do an
2: inside check to see if he's bullshitting me? Yeah. 11 shrug interesting all right i'll just keep that aside and remember that
1: have a good lunch carson ta-ta bye fabulous so uh it's coming to a close towards the end of the day imogen dr rowan sends you home with the book you know assuring you there is no uh there's no time limit on how long you have books so well there's some books that have time limits when you check them out this one does not um, I know of course you would never damage a book but uh,
0: the very if thought. something
1: were to happen do not worry about it uh, the the book restoration uh, department I guess are, are very good at their job so there's no no need to worry about that
0: yeah, there, no, no worries I'm, I keep very good tra- track of my books Especially after something that happened in my first year, I keep those things under guard. They are protected.
1: That is a comfort to know. I'm sure you're going to take excellent care of this book. Always. So yes, uh, we will meet again next week uh, and discuss uh, discuss our findings.
0: Yeah, I can't wait.
1: I'm I'm very excited as well. Um, if there's anything you need, uh, feel free to to reach out. I'm I'm here. Usually every day, so just feel free to send an owl.
0: Oh, incredible. I'm real excited to read everything and to keep working with you. You're so cool. Did you know that?
1: Thank you, Imogen. I'm excited to work with you as well.
0: Oh, yay. All right.
1: Well, you have a wonderful week.
0: And you as well. I will see you next week and I will have so many notes.
1: I look forward to seeing them. Yay. Yeah. Uh, Ren. So it's come it's come to the end of the day uh, with your mom. She's taken a few more calls. Uh, nothing really juicy has happened today outside of the Daily Oracle not issuing a paper today. That is a big deal in the sorcery world as they are the Daily Oracle. However, you know, you, you did get to uh, see your mom have more tame conversations in the afternoon. Just other papers uh, inquiring about the lack of a Daily Oracle that day. Um, and if there was anything they needed to know. It's just kind of, like, fielding the damages from that. No new fun secrets have come in. But yeah, just business. Okay. So, at, at the end of the day, she's, uh, you know, she says goodbye and, um... So I will I will see you next week. If there's anything you need, you know where to find me. Of course.
0: Um, and, uh, thank, thank you for that pilfer, by the way. It's lovely. I hope it comes in handy. I, I do appreciate it. Um, it's lovely. Great. So um I will see you next week then. Okay, yes,
1: I will uh I will see you next week. Okay. Uh Ren, um
0: Yes. Be safe, um and do well in your classes. Can I insight check that? Yeah. Like, um was that what she was planning on saying? Uh is she saying be safe and meaning something else? That's a 16. That's not bad for Ren.
1: <laughs> uh that was not what she was uh, initially intending to say. Um it, it seems like uh whatever she was about to say um felt more like an instinct, but she stopped herself. The be safe has a little weight to it, but you can't really figure out from what.
0: Okay. I think before like I open the door or anything, I say um I um I'm I'm sorry for what I said about your best friend. I was just trying to do the thing that you know, do the do the thing that we talked about. Um Right, that's that's it. Ren
1: I'm sorry for what I said.
0: Okay. <sighs> um next week will be better. Short though. <laughs> I'm, sure I'm sorry I got Defensive. Um, I'm very protective of my friends. Well, um, it's better to be more cautious. Times like these. Hmm? See you next week!
1: Um, she- something darkens on her face, and it kind of sobers her a little. She says, that it is.
0: See you next week. I'll, um, I'll write this weekend. Okay. Um, be safe, Mom. No
1: out. <laughs> and she cries um <laughs> and celeste uh three o'clock pretty much on the dot. briggs O'Connor leaves uh your mother's office, and your mother doesn't see to the door uh doesn't see him out to the door but uh do you do you go back into her office after he leaves? Of course. Um, she's putting her her blazer back on, um, and sitting down at her desk. She leans forward. Um, she says, uh, "Celeste, I I believe you did very good work today. I, I know it may not seem like much, but I feel as though I have learned quite a lot about your magic, and um think this program is right for you."
2: I'm I'm excited to make you proud, Mother, and uh, thank you for thank you for trusting me with that. You know that secret Uh, Celeste starts to walk out with her stuff and then she stops midway going to the door she turns around mother I have a secret as well um she starts playing with her skirt um Myra and I have started dating
1: your mother um kind of like takes in a very light breath and her eyes like drift to the side and then down to her desk and her eyebrows wrinkle and she um she holds out a hand to you um and she says come sit okay
2: she goes back to sit down
1: your mother's silent for a minute
2: Celeste feels dizzy
1: (laughs) Celeste do you know who you're named after no, My best friend, as a child, her name was uh, Celestia, and she she reaches to the corner of her desk where she has uh, this picture frame, and in it there's a collage of different pictures. There's uh one of uh, her and your father on their wedding day, two individual pictures of the twins um a picture of you uh when you were very young and then there's a picture of a woman you don't really recall seeing maybe once but when you look at her she seems very young um maybe a few years younger than you she has a light smile on her face and, uh, and her hair is tied into, uh, little pigtails. Your mother kind of slides the picture frame towards you, and she says, That woman, girl, her name was Celestia, and she was my best friend, and the first person that I loved. And she died a long time ago. Um, and because and because she died i find it very important that you know that i want you to be happy and i want you to feel comfortable and bold enough to be who you are with everyone with no risk or danger For being. Thank you for telling me.
2: Celeste just in that moment hugs into her mom and starts to cry really tight.
1: It takes a moment but you feel her hands very lightly touching your shoulder blades.
2: Um, After a moment she picks herself up, uh, dusts off herself, uh, clears up her eyes. good because i wasn't i'm not actually sure if it's latin for darling anymore seems like a better reason for the name celeste
1: i always thought it was a beautiful name Will, will you tell me about her sometime someday i'll have the courage to again i can't wait have a good day mother
2: um celeste takes a moment before she opens the doors to Carson's office and really cleans herself up. I'm sure her mother knows what she's doing. Uh, once she's all back to normal, she rushes out of Carson's office, doesn't even say goodbye. And, uh, once she gets to the outside, she immediately opens her bag and sees if the diary, the journal, uh, wrote down anything.
1: There's not much in the journal. There's a little bit, and it, it pretty much reads as follows. Um breaks. Claire, pleasure to see you again. The pleasure is mine. The usual? Of course. And nothing else.
2: Celeste outside just says,
1: what the fuck is the usual?
2: Cheeseburger with fries! Milkshake on the side! <laughs> yeah, cause therapy you say the usual?
0: Hi, I'm Claire Chapman. Um, I actually pay a man to hug me once a week. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> no, the, to- Yeah, when
1: I go to therapy tomorrow, (laughs) the therapist will be like, hey, the usual. I'm going to be like, yup. (laughs) She's going to (laughs) start listing my problems to me. That's what you do in therapy, right? They just, they're they're like, you're annoying. You're too tall. You (laughs) you
0: just... That checks out. Yeah, that's my experience with therapy. That's that's. I like. Being I hate to tell therapy. you that that's not a therapist. That's me in a trench coat. I'm just. <laughs> <going>. <laughs> that's true. Every day when I wake
1: up in the morning, I'm like, "Good morning, Holland." And you're like, "You're annoying. You're too tall."
0: <laughs> and those are the two complaints. But you have to do them on a loop, over and over again, so it really digs in there. So yeah, that's um, that's
1: that's the internships for this week, so you all, (laughs) except Imogen for once, are heartbroken. (laughs) Go home. Everyone's like, weird day, man. I
0: don't know what's in the air. It's, you see, grades got back, and it's been a a rough day. Grades just came out. We're all upset for very
1: different reasons. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, As previously discussed, after your day of internships, there would be a debrief meeting for everyone in the Charm's Honor Club uh, to discuss about anything that was discovered. Anything that happened specifically with Henry and Ty's investigations, which occurred at the same time as you guys doing your internship. Again, as previously discussed. So uh, you guys get home. Thankfully, Ty had enough of the multi-juice uh, to still be uh, Ty Carver on on your guys' way home back to Hogweed. Um, you guys head to the classroom, uh, and there, Henry is waiting, as well as the real Professor Carver and Professor McConnell as well. Uh, once you guys all arrive, Professor Jameson says, uh, so, anything of note happen?
0: Not at all. I got a new hyperfixation. Another one? Ancient pre-civilization nomadic mentions of magic. It's for my internship, and that's how I got through the day. Oh, well, that's wonderful, Willow. But now I'm starting <laughs> <Willow>. to remember. <laughs> Who the fuck is Willow? <laughs> I can't believe I did that. <laughs>
2: I, I literally just read Willow's name and for some reason it just came it's out. It's because
0: you've had this conversation with Willow yeah.
2: before. Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh. Well, that's wonderful, Imogen.
0: Yeah, it, um, now, but now that I'm back, I'm starting to remember all the stuff that I was thinking about before I was doing the research, and um, we are we're on borrowed time before I start freaking out again.
2: I, Imogen, why don't you think about how, I would love to hear about this new fixation,
1: so maybe you can think about how you can tell me about it.
0: I'll uh, compile some of my notes, and I do that.
1: Ross holds up uh, a really sweaty Tupperware covered in saran wrap, and he's like, Andy gave me a quarter of a tuna loaf. It's just tuna salad in the shape of a meatloaf.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, tuna is a meat, so it is still a meatloaf. Oh, you know what? I'll tell
1: him next time I see him. This one's real cold, though. I don't know how it kept so cold. Feels like an ice cube, but it's not
0: frozen. Must be magic. Anyways, anybody else? Um, I... I'm back and forth about if I can trust my mum? And also we had an argument. It was weird. Interesting. Tell us more. Mmm. I am sad. I don't want to talk about it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Grace just got back. Um, It's been a rough day, huh? Well, so, just about... Not about the personal stuff, because that's... I'm not ready to unpack that. But about not being sure if I can- I think I can trust her with- with my well-being but I don't- I'm not sure yet because she seems to know so- so much. She was telling me about how much she knows and how she's- there's a lot of stuff that she's not supposed to know that she still does and that she knows like a- a secret about pretty much everyone in the sanctum and then when we were leaving she had a weird like- she said something kind of like- be safe but was real weighted and she said that a couple times through when we were talking and i couldn't tell if it was because i'm like her long lost daughter and she's like oh my gosh you're back in my life and so i want to be like overprotective of you or if it's like i actually know some stuff's going down you know
1: so ty carver who's slowly turning back into himself like his skin is like darkening and the gray hair is like getting really curly and dark as well and like shrinking as you like are actively watching him like form back into old Thai self he he looks over at Henry and goes um,
0: "Henry, you know you know her decently well Oh yeah everyone knows that that's my mom like who my mom is right I told everyone in the group already I don't remember I can't keep it I can't keep, I can't keep it straight
1: Well you have now but um oh yeah M- yeah uh, uh, Henry you know Winona decently well do you do you think she's a threat? Henry uh sits up and he goes oh, no got no not not at all I honestly I have trusted her with way more than honestly that I had to I trust her with my life she's not a threat
0: well, I I didn't say she was a, a threat that's kind of a strong word but I mean she just she knows a lot about a lot of things um and I don't know I think she knows a lot about the Sanctum. She she could be real helpful, but on the other hand, I don't know if she would be alright with us digging into things in the same way that she digs into things, but she did start to teach me some manipulation skills, so that could be helpful. Oh
2: great, mother-daughter bonding. I'm so jealous!
0: Uh, well, I told her that she had to- well, I um, I took notes for you, Thank so we can ben. go over them, so no problem. Anyways.
1: Insight check?
2: <laughs> Do it! It's an 11. It's
1: an eleven. Ren is being Ren's weird self. Hmm. Oh.
0: To be fair, I did roll a five. I don't know what that <laughs> means.
1: <laughs> Ren's weird about her mom. But we already knew that.
0: <laughs> I just think it's real nice that you two get to hang out with your moms. <sighs> oh boy. I, I just so hug sorry. Imogen.
2: <gasps> I didn't even what? I didn't even think about that. I'm so sorry.
0: Oh, that's. I didn't. I mean. Um. Oh, I mean. Uh, uh, thank you for a hug. I didn't mean to- did that sound- I- I was just- I just miss my mom. But you- I'm glad you have your moms.
2: In a way, Imogen, I think you do know she's okay, If I know anything about mothers, you have to trust them in their strength. She said she's okay. We can trust that a little. She's- there. She's we all so have cool. Really She's real cool. Moms. We
0: have the coolest moms, all of us. You guys have such cool moms.
1: So Henry uh, clears his throat and goes, "Well, I I went to Caitlin's office. There does seem to be some things missing, but I do know a few of her secret spots. She told them just in case something happened, and I managed to recover some files. It's not everything." But it is the basics. She was not in her house either. And there was definitely nothing of importance there. Ty, did you did you find anything? I says, well, first I, I stopped off um, at Drago Maloes. We had a nice little chat. It seems the vials of, of the potion uh, he has been working with to attempt uh, to alter it. Perhaps to make it stronger, or or better, or longer-lasting. So they are currently in use, and they are not in their original state. He doesn't feel that they are are safe to take at this stage, but he's working on getting it to a safe stage. So that is in progress. As for Caitlyn, I did hit a little snafu, and I wasn't fully able to get exactly where I needed to go. But I'm going to keep trying, and I'm going to try and get her out of there as soon as possible. And, uh, Professor Jameson clears his throat and goes, And I went to check on Imogen's mom. And I was not the first one to try and check on her mom. Go-go on? She was hiding Alvacetor Selmont in, uh, in her home. Um, what? and while he managed to get away, she has been apprehended by the Sanctum.
0: What-what-why would- But he's bad. What was he doing to her?
1: Imogen, when you hear this, that fuzzy, lightheaded feeling comes back to you. Uh Uh-huh. It's absolutely impossible that he was even there. There's no way that he would have been there that your mother would ever see him. That doesn't
0: make sense.
1: What about Imogen's mother? What do you mean, apprehended? She's been arrested for aiding and abetting a criminal. You've got to be kidding me!
0: But she wouldn't do that. She's not. She. Is, she didn't do that. No. We no.
1: don't know anything beyond that at this point. I am trying to get more information.
0: I don't. Why? Why would? Why would she be arrested? Wh- no. Nothing.
1: <sighs> Whatever happened what to it? innocent until proven guilty? Well, it looked looked pretty guilty when they found him in her home. Who?
0: What? I don't- it doesn't- no. It doesn't make sense. I take Imogen's hand. I... I... I feel fuzzy. It's okay. I don't like it. It's okay. I know. I feel fuzzy. Just- just breathe through it. Breathe through it. What am I- The fuzziness will go away. It's okay. But I know- it. it means there's something that I cut. I can't I should know I should under- I should be able to understand this but I can't
2: Celeste would like to look at Henry march up to him and with the most ferocity she's ever had and say she needs to be able to speak to her.
1: We're working on getting her time to visit her mother.
2: Well work faster This is ridiculous
1: We'll let you know when we have any more information. It's kind of a, a sticky place that we're all in right now. Imogen's mother's been arrested, but all the Seder Salmon is still on the loose. And that's where we're going to end tonight's session.
0: Yay! I hate you. I, I hate you. This is fun. I hate you. I hate you. Great I hate you. session, guys. I Willow, I love you so Wait, much. Poor what, what Imogen. So much. Oh, la. No. I can't remember. Stop no. Stop
2: this. I can't. I can't take this Stop.
0: anymore. <laughs> My heart hurts so bad. Just...
2: Oh, God. That hurts. That hurts so <laughs> much.
0: <laughs> hey, what the fuck was this session? Seriously. How was it worse than last one? You made it to the end of the episode. I'm so proud of you. Now here's a task, follow at ensorcelledpod on social media for updates on new episodes and miscellaneous modifier shenanigans. Oh, okay, you you did that? Thank you, you're the coolest. Uh, Now why don't you give us a review? Seriously, leaving us a nice review on Apple Podcasts will really help us out and it'll help more people find ensorcelled. And if more people are listening to Ensorcelled, then that means someone you know might start listening to Ensorcelled. And if someone you know starts listening to Ensorcelled, that means you two can talk about Ensorcelled. All that just from leaving a review. I, I guess you could also just like tell your friends about Ensorcelled, that might be fewer steps. But still, reviews really help us out. And if you leave us a review, we will give you an in-character shout out at the end of the next episode your friends will be so impressed. Look at you. Okay, one more thing to do. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash That's patreon.com slash T-H-E-M-O-D-I-5-E-R-S and become a patron. For just a few dollars a month, you'll get loads of bonus content, including deleted scenes, a sorting quiz, behind the scenes nonsense, and honestly, just general good vibes. Oh, you know that friend you just hypothetically made so you can talk about in SoarSalt? Yeah, 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 that one. They'll be super impressed by your support of our little podcast. And you'll really be helping us out. With your support, we can put out high-quality episodes on a regular basis. You know, so you and your new friend can talk about it. All right, that's about it for this message. Thank you so much for listening. You are my hero. Bye!